Oh, this is weird. I'm confused. What do I do with my hands? How do we, how do we start this? Keep on, keep them where everybody can see them. Hello? Hello? I'm, how do, how do we do this? Somebody help! Good morning. It's the Press Box Fantasy Football Show, which we don't normally do at this time. Ken Zalis was like, I'm Ken Zalis, <laughs> and when I say we're doing a show at 10 a.m., we're doing a show at 10 a.m. whether you like it or not. And I said, well, you get all the clicks, man. I can't argue yeah, with you. It's yeah. the way it goes. Welcome to the Press Box Fantasy Football Show, Glenn Clark, Kyle Ottenheimer, but most importantly, our lovely and talented host. He is Mr. Ken Zalis. Good morning, KZ. Good morning. How are you? It's early. It is early. Not, not, not used to this. But you got a nice uh, rest out in the green room this morning. I did. I did. I, it's anybody, lovely there. Anybody prepare you coffee or get you? No, a, I had to get my own drink, but ridiculous. but it's okay. It's okay. Ridiculous. You know, Don't so they know you're nobody, the star? Nobody paid the electric bill, apparently. If you need to hone your computer skills to boost your career or maybe you want an IT certification, CCBC Continuing Education has the courses and programs you need for a career in the computer field, and it's all tuition-free. From the basics to specialized training, we have the classes you need from hardware to programming to cybersecurity and so much more. It's your choice. It's your career. Call 443-840-4700 or visit CCBCMD. .edu slash computer training. I need to emphasize it's all tuition free. Ken Zalis, a couple more injuries, a couple more new starters at running back this week. Let's begin there. To what extent are we trusting the Devontae Bookers and the Daryl Williams? Is it Daryl or Darrell? Is it Darrell or Daryl? I, I think uh, it's I've always said Daryl, but yeah, that's a great, that's a good point. So it's that's probably Darrell, but. Um, uh, uh, trusting Williams. Dimebag Darrell. Trusting, trusting Daryl. You don't Williams. know. You don't know who Dimebag Daryl is, so that doesn't work for you. You, you just think that I, for some reason, said Dimebag. Correct. It's yes. a very well known, uh, late great member of the group band Pantera. Ah, uh, yes. Mm. Daryl. Yes. Of course, I knew that. We got to fix KZ's camera a little bit. Got to really? get that straightened out just a bit. All right, go ahead. Anyway. Uh, Daryl Williams. Uh, I do trust. Because why would we trust him when we didn't trust Clyde edwards Hilaire? They seem to use uh, Daryl Williams um, even when uh, edwards Hilaire was there around the goal line more than they did edwards Hilaire. Um, and I just I for what ooh, boy I was kidding oh, about boy. the whole electric bill oh, thing. Boy. <laughs> that was really awkward for a second. Um, I Imagine driving over here this morning <laughs> for all of three seconds of the press box fantasy football game. Um, I just I, the way they use him and the he's a guy that they absolutely trust to handle everything in the backfield in a way that even though Edward Solaire's been the quote starter, mm -hmm. you never oh, I never got comfortable that even today, even with his hundred yard games, like they don't trust him in certain situations because key situations Darrell Williams would be in or Daryl Williams would right. be in. All the Williamses will be in. Well, not Except all of Damian, Damian Williams. Damian's in Chicago. Chicago yeah. who, who they apparently don't trust at all. Um but uh I I, I think he's gonna be a look, with all the buys and with all the injuries, this is kind of 
silly to say, but he's going to be a top 20 back for me this this week. Um, probably will sneak inside because of the matchup uh, somewhere around 15. I don't know where I have him right now. Okay. Um, I have him 18 right now, but when some of these injuries, we'll see what happens with Dalvin Cook and, and, and uh, CMC and things like that. Um, probably around 15. If you spent your waiver wire money or your number one priority on him, you're starting him this week. How long is Edwards Elayer going to be? At him? least four weeks. Okay. So, I mean, you you get that. Yep. So, yep. Uh, let's go. Uh, the the Jarek McKinnon. Sure. I mean, if you got a spot. I mean, if you got a spot, mm-hmm. put him there. They, they, he had a little bit of usage. Um, third down PPR. Desperate flex situation with injuries and buys and all that fun stuff that we're dealing with now. But not somebody I'm really, you know, I, I, I'd rather start um, Gio Bernard over McKinnon. I got that question this morning. Okay. I mean, so. All right. What about uh, Booker? King Booker, as they call him. <laughs> He's the five-time, 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 five-time. Yeah, I have him 19. Um Sounds like he's a starter. He's a starter. I mean, Green Bay hasn't been overwhelming on defense. Uh, the Rams, I believe. Green Bay? No, you're talking about the Giants. The Giants. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking. I'm yeah. talking. I'm. I'm got my Williams. You got me all caught up in Williams. Yes, the Rams. Um, There's no Williams on Green Bay. Oh, I okay. know. I, I know. Yeah, yeah, we were, Damian. Yeah, we were yeah, talking yeah, yeah. Damian Darrow. Okay, I, got I got so you. excited about the Williams. That he, he threw a he threw a Booker in in there for me. Uh, top twenty. Still, uh, starting running back, uh, not as excited about the the Williams as I as I would be with with Daryl Williams, but uh, plotting. We, we got to stop saying Williams. We're talking about Devonte Book. I know, but I said yeah. I'm not as excited. I, I, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. I know. Okay, okay, okay. it's a whole. We'll thing. We'll move on. Okay, uh, but yeah, I mean the the Ravens have been good on defense. They haven't been great. I mean they, they you know, they've given up some yards. Uh, well, I think the, the, I just don't, I think the I just excitement don't about know. Booker from people is related to how much usage Saquon Barkley had in the well, Giants but offense. Not, and I, I mean, understand yeah. that Devontae Booker isn't Saquon yeah. Barkley. Like Still I still ran 32 routes last week. I know. I, I, yeah, I, I mean, in, in, the, in his debut, what did he get, 88, 88% of the yeah, snaps? Yeah, I mean, like I mean he did. he's getting all the snaps. I mean, there's no – I'm just not as excited about – I guess I've seen Booker enough. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a again top twenty injuries. He's a starting running back. He's he's involved in the passing game. Uh, you know the Rams have given up some yards in the passing game. So you, you hope maybe three four catches there. Uh, sure, I mean he, he's like I said right now. If they're healthy and they're a starter, we're we're using them. Um, but clear RB, at least an RB two this week. So let's go back then because you brought up Damian Williams. Yeah. Where are you now after what you saw a week ago with him and Herbert? Are is he still a play? Is, I mean, he, is Herbert again, creeping in as a play? Oh well, Herbert Herbert's in the flex conversation. Um, okay, sneaking closer and closer to that RB two. I, I, this will be a really interesting week for me of how they use that because Herbert looked good, and Herbert's also the guy that I think. And there's if there's anything that Ken Zalis hates, it's admitting that Herbert looked good. He Hates doing I, we've that. We've settled that. I said we're done with that. We're done. Oh, you think we're done? We're done. Oh, you think we're done? We're done. <laughs> Ship is safe. Think we're doing? Eh. Decent little game for Justin Herbert last yeah, week. Yeah, he was okay. He was okay. He was all right. I got yelled but, at. But I Khalil got, wait, Herbert's a wait, different, wait, a different wait, Herbert I got, altogether. I got I got screamed at on on uh, on Twitter because 
I didn't have Justin as one of my stars of the week for quarterback. Like, like I seems I'm, a bit suspect. Yeah, though, I mean, to be fair, how I many mean, how many stars of the week do you, did you have? I had two quarterbacks, and it was Brady but, and Lamar. But is that a, is that a rule? Are you no, allowed I to mean, have more than two? I usually don't. It would do seem them. like maybe a guy that put up fifty points might I, be a guy I, that I, I would I, put I, on my I, list. I, I don't know. I just I just I chose the other two. He put like, up fifty like, points. <laughs> he told 40, me forty three for me. Yeah, All right, well, he had fifty in two of my leagues. I don't. I, it depends what you're scoring. For in one of them, we have six points. The other we don't. But what did Brady have in that league? I mean, I I'm not saying that Brady had a bad week. Five and four. 15. It I just mean, seems like ignoring a guy that I had didn't 50 points him. seems a bit over the top. He was third on my list. He didn't make the list. Okay. But there's no rule that you can't have three. There's not a rule. Okay. Really, usually one or two. Just a weird bit, man. Usually just one or two. Really weird bit. Uh, but anyway. And uh, it just so happened to be the guy that you, you didn't want to admit was a great quarterback. The guy that I admit it was a great quarterback? <laughs> Never. Never going to let you live it That's down. That's okay. Never going to let you I, live it I down. I said I'm wrong about many things, and that just is one of them. Yep. Uh, and thankfully, I'm never wrong. Never. Never, ever, <laughs> never, ever, ever wrong. Never been wrong. Uh, but the the usage, I mean, it was 50-50. Um, when Herbert was in the game, he was used. Like, like I think he, he the snap rate was well in Damian Williams' favor, but – Khalil Herbert was used every time he was in the game. They were playing from up, I believe, in the second half, right? So could there yes. be a game flow sort of I don't situation know. It's he, Herbert catch if you, passes? He does. He's more of the pass-catching guy, but you were up. So it's just it was it was weird how they did it, and, and I haven't seen anything. Like, my first thought was, so where did they, Williams get a nick or something like right, that, that right. increased that usage? Because you would think you would want your shorthanded veteran when you're up you're going to hand the ball, but that really didn't happen. Um, so it's, it, right now, with all the data we have, which is one week worth, it's a 50-50. So where are you ranking both of them? Um, I'm ranking Williams because he had the first snap, I guess, and played the first half in the, my top 20, and then within my flex top 30-ish, 35-ish is, is Herbert. So you got them both as plays this week. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, I mean. Who are you gonna play this? Yeah, week? it's bye week. I get it. I mean, we're starting to get into those in that world <laughs> I mean, where there's diff- more and more difficult to figure out what you're gonna do. Never, never realized how many uh, 49ers I have on my uh, Oof. my roster Oof. until uh, Oof. the other day. I was like, I have, I have, I have these, why do I have all these? 49ers? I have more New Orleans Saints than I probably should in a in a post Drew Brees era. I have you know, more of those on my roster. Too than many. Uh, I it's just like like this bye week came up, and I'm like, yeah, I don't have that many players. And I'm like, it's Atlanta, the Jets. I was like, I have way too many of these. Yeah, yeah, not good. Not <laughs> good. Um, let's talk about Zach Ertz because I, I think we're still working under the assumption that Dallas Goddard's not going to play tonight. I, I mean, I don't see any way. I mean, the rules seem to change depending on who you are, where you are, when you did it, and what you did, and if you're positive or just around somebody. If it's five days, ten days, he's within the five days, no matter what. I would think. So well, I don't. But if he's vaccinated, you could just need to have back to back. You have. The I don't know vaccine. if there's enough time for that. I don't know either. So I don't. I, I don't know enough. I'm going. I have ranked. I have. I have taken Gerd off my list. I have okay. ranked. Zach Ertz in my top ten for tight ends this week. Okay, um, and that's the way I'm going with it now. As we always do, we have to watch the injury report and what comes out at about six thirty, seven o'clock tonight. And if all of a sudden, yes, Dallas Goddard, Dallas Goddard's active, active then, then Zach Ertz is definitely not a play. No, then then you can't play Ertz and 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 Goddard. 
I guess is somewhere around 12, the top 12. I mean, you're not going to put them any lower than that, on a, especially on a bye week. But um, I'm not going to just flip them and put them at eight. I, I don't because you have both of them being active. So they, they, yeah, they kind of steal a little bit, steal a little other. bit from each other. So, um, yeah, but, uh, you know, if Ertz, if Ertz is the only play, um, you know, Tampa has not been terrific against tight ends this year. They've been below the league average. Like they're a better, you know, it's not like they're terrible, but, but they're not in the top 16. And, um, he seems to, you know, Hertz seems to throw to the tight ends more than he does his wide receivers. So, yeah. All right, so let's let's do this because you're talking about it being bye week. Who are guys that could be sitting? You, you're you're sitting there. You you didn't want to spend any money on your fab. You didn't want to sure you know, u- wait, use your waiver priority, or you missed out on the guys that you wanted. You missed out on Williams. You missed out on Booker. Who are guys either that just might be out there somewhere that might be able to help you if you're in a bye week pinch this so, week? So just for this week? Yeah. Well, I mean, you can give me some that are not for longer than this week, too, but so, they need to be able to so be helpful this week so, for sure. So if, at the wide receiver position, if T.Y. Hilton gets activated for game day, sure, he's a guy that probably wasn't on anybody's radar because people were down on him because he's always hurt anyway. And, um, you know, the, Pittman looks like he's the number one wide receiver there, but they're playing Houston. Could be a decent matchup. He's a guy that if you have waiver wire or you lost Juju this week or, or things like that, um, could be out there and maybe could help you a little bit. Um, David Johnson um, is a guy that is on waiver wire. I believe I've owned him in all of my leagues Yeah, at this some year point. I mean, we've all no owned, a, we've all owned a, Houston, a Houston running back in a league somewhere <laughs> and dropped them several times, but – the way they're starting to at least use him in the passing game, yeah. um, and as Mills is developing a little bit and he seems to be the check-down guy and they're running a couple of routes, he's a guy that, that, that you could probably use. Um, uh, Gio Bernard is still out there. A lot of people, because you know it's Tampa, you got three running backs, it's a, more of a passing, but he's the passing-down guy. I mean, he, he seems like he's in there enough. I, I know uh, Ronald Jones is – you know, on on the outside looking in, uh, he's a guy that is probably you could use in a pinch um, this week. Uh, uh, look, Ricky Seals Jones is still on waiver wires. The usage is there. Oh, um, I, I tried it. I tried Johnu Smith in your league last week, and I said, "Well, I'm not going to do that again," and mm-hmm. went with Ricky Seals Jones instead. I like Mo Alley Cox this week. Um, uh, do not fall for the David and Joku thing. I know people spent a lot of money and went and picked him up, but that's that was just. Who's a, the tight end in Arizona now with Max Williams? Out? I have no earthly idea. That's a great. That's great. That's okay. why. We, that's I, why we have you here. I, I, a lot of people think Rondell Rondell Moore gets more opportunity. I mean, I, result, I, I I think I think that they just probably play a little bit more of a, a four wide receiver set, and and which to me helps nobody. I mean, the uh, Arizona is very difficult to predict at the wide receiver position. Um, I actually kind of like Kirk this week um, a little bit. Uh, but, uh, you know, Moore, it's funny, you know, the you know, Moore had the the broken coverage, 60-yard touchdown, and everybody threw him up 
their 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 boards. And then last week he has another highlight play, and he, the usage was good. But but people are looking at the highlight play, and just it's just not going to be consistent. Like this isn't a guy that week in and week out is getting eight targets. It's not how their offense works. They spread it around. I mean, if anybody even That's imagined, because they have Antoine Wesley, Kyle's boy. They, I, I mean, if anybody can't. even predicted beginning of the year that Max Williams would ever be a thing at tight end. I hear you. Let alone in an offense that doesn't really use the tight end a whole lot traditionally. Um, so it just shows you how much they're 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 moving the ball around. Um, I, I will say this. I mean, I know that there's probably not a lot of of QB dis- decisions to be made this week, but Tua should probably be owned in all leagues. I don't know if you're desperate enough to use him, but he should be owned. And and if we're looking ahead. Uh, and I put him on the waiver wire pickup this week. Uh, uh, Fitzpatrick is a guy that mm. um, you don't think Heineke's played well I, enough. I, I, this has nothing to do with whether he's played well enough. I, and I, I actually have Heineke. He's in a spot this week where I think he could hold off Fitzpatrick for a, another week or two because he's got such a good matchup against Kansas City. But if he becomes a turnover machine this week. I think you're looking at a situation where Fitzpatrick gets his job back as soon as he's ready. Um, with an offensive, like, I mean, we were, I was kind of bullish on Fitzpatrick before the season because of the weapons that they had. Now, again, some of those weapons have gone away since then um, with Logan Thomas being out and, and really no, um, no Curtis Samuel uh, ha- hasn't done a thing. Um, but, you know, it, I think he should be owned in, in, in leagues that if you're looking ahead at your buy situation, like one or two weeks, probably sneak him in now before you get into that situation. Cause he, he I mean, he's going to put up volume. Um, the other guy, uh, that I wanted to mention that, um, I had on my sleeper list last week and he came through because sticking with, with, uh, Washington because of the tight end situation, because of the, the Samuel situation, Adam Humphreys, uh, quietly, four for 74, uh, seven targets. Like, you know, they don't – he's that slot guy now. He's that, you know, with Ricky Seals-Jones in a PPR. I think he's viable this uh-huh. week to, to add to your team and, and and maybe, you know, get you 10, 12 points from that flex position. All right. All right. Every seat is the best seat at M&T Bank Stadium. Don't miss a moment of Ravens football this season. Single-game tickets are now available at BaltimoreRavens.com slash tickets. When we come back in, uh, we'll get to your questions. Get them in the comments on the video or at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter. We'll pose them to KZ. He'll help you set your lineup this week. It's the Press Box Fantasy Football Show. Need to hone your computer skills to boost your career? Or maybe you want an IT certification. CCBC Continuing Education has the courses and programs you need for a career in the computer field. And it's all tuition free. From the basics to specialized training, we have the classes you need from hardware to programming to cybersecurity and so much more. It's your choice. It's your career. Call 443-840-4700 or visit ccbcmd.edu slash computer training. 
Glory Days Grill's popular Oktoberfest menu is back, and it features their delicious chicken schnitzel, two chicken cutlets, hand-breaded in herb panko, and pan-fried until golden brown, served with mustard cream sauce, mashed potatoes, and roasted vegetables. Their menu also includes your favorites, like the Oktoberfest Brewer's Platter, Brewer's Sausage Sandwich, Prussian Pretzel Roll, Slam Dunk Pretzels, and Apple Cobbler. All of these meals pair well with their many Oktoberfest beers and Angry Orchard on draft. Dine on their patios or in their dining room, or order online at glorydaysgrill.com and pick up your favorites to take home. Glory Days Grill has been proud to serve the community for the last 25 years. Thank you, fans. If you change lanes and brake suddenly in front of my tractor trailer, I won't be able to stop. Our lives can change forever. Trucks need room to stop. Don't cut it close. Brought to you by the Maryland Department of Transportation State Highway Administration. What's up, everybody? This is Taz Bowser. I can't wait to see you guys for the Taz Bowser Show this fall. We're going to be taking the show on the road all over the area. You can meet me and my very special guests. If you can't make it out, you can watch the show on live on Pressbox Facebook page or listen the next day. Find out more about where we'll be by checking out pressboxonline.com slash Bowser. We'll see you all season long for the Taz Bowser Show. The next Tyus Bowser Show is Tuesday, October 19th at Twain's Tavern in Pasadena. It's brought to you by Pressbox. Grade 8's memorabilia, and true strong services. All right, back in here on the Press Box Fantasy Football Show with Ken Zalas. KZ, you were a big winner underdog fantasy football-wise this week. I was. The Monday night game was very, very kind to me. Um, but uh, I'm, I've had a ball this year uh, with, with with underdog, the, playing a lot of the player props. I've just uh, started uh, doing a couple of the – they have the midseason uh, best ball uh, leagues where you just do a draft and – Best score wins through the through the rest of the season. Now that everybody has a little bit of of data, and you can check out who has bye weeks when and stuff like that. But you draft and you're done. Uh, they also have the over unders uh, rivalry uh, within the game. If you want to say who's going to have more receiving yards, uh, Mark Andrews or or Marquise Brown, you can make that selection, and uh, you can win up to twenty times your money. And best part is if you go right now and register, uh, put in the code PRESSBOX and deposit at least ten dollars. You'll get $10 for free uh, from your friends at PressBox. Very good. Underdogfantasy.com or download the Underdog app and use that code PressBox to sign up. All right, KZ, let's get into it. Devante or Javante, Booker or Williams? Uh, Close for me, um, but because there's no – Sharing for Booker, we'll go Booker. And then what about uh, Williams or Hunter Renfro as a flex? PPR half. Uh, PPR. <sighs> Renfro's been so consistent. Man. Yeah, but the problem I, is there's no, I, there's, I, no, there's no ceiling for do, him. Do, there's, no there's none, and do I want anything to do with Vegas this week? Um, probably not. I'm going to go Williams. Ooh. Yeah. I, I This is a – you don't think this is one of those things they rally nah, and they nah, I don't. I think I think you got guys that are, just don't know how to react um, based on everything that came. You know, we had uh, a couple players kind of ask out of practice yesterday to kind of deal with their emotions and and things like that. I, I don't. And Carr out. Carr hasn't been good except with Gruden. So I I don't know. I don't know. Mm. I don't know where. I don't know if I'm happy about anything that's going on there right now. I mean, I, it, I don't think I'm happy I mean, with. I mean, I think Wall, I think Waller because of, he's Waller is the only thing that I'm going to start because of the position he plays. 
Zach Ertz if he plays or Dalton Schultz? Uh, Ertz if he plays. If there's no if there's no Dallas. I didn't mean right. if he plays. No, if I Dallas understand. Goddard doesn't if, Goddard, if Goddard's out, it's Ertz. It's Ertz. Are we trusting Dalvin Cook? I mean, I think in this week with the injuries and the and the buys, I, I don't know what better option you have. I think you just take him at 75% of what you expect because even if he's in there, I don't expect a full – the way Madison played – uh, last week, I don't expect a, a full workload. Um, they thought it was better to sit him out last week. He he did he he's back at practice, so um, I I would start him. But if you if you normally had him uh, as your a top twelve running back, he's probably a, a, a top twenty four running back. But I mean, there are not thirty six right. other guys this week that are better than he. You're is. not playing Javante Williams ahead of him. No, yeah. no, uh, no, yep. no. Uh, Nick Kelly, just lost Saquon. Uh, I have four good wide receivers, Adams, Allen, Samuel, and Deontay Johnson, in a 10-team league. I'm guessing that's Debo Samuel. I would assume he said good. Yeah, he did say good. Is it worth considering trading one of those wide receivers for a top-tier running back, or do you think I just ride it out and hope that Barkley recovers? Chubb and Robinson are my two running backs right now. Well, it doesn't suck. Yeah, those are, those doesn't, are pretty decent doesn't options suck to have those behind two. Saquon. How did you yeah, get right. Saquon Barkley and Nick Chubb? And those receivers. It's a 10-team league. Yeah, but still. I know. I don't know. I mean, Barkley fell to the second in some rounds. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's 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 weird. So so the Chubb and. But I don't know how he got all the receivers with that. That's yeah. what I yeah. Guess. Well, Debo, you got late. Okay, fine. Sa- uh, Johnson, Keenan you got late. And all of those. I mean, I mean, Devonte Adams is the one. Devonte yeah. Adams. It the makes Adam, no sense that you the have Adams, Barkley, Chubb, Chubb, Barkley are, are, are the three yes. that are confusing me. The rest of them, I mean, maybe it's a keeper. Really. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe. Uh no, in a ten-team league, I, I keep my advantage. I don't trade one of those for a guy. Uh, you're not trading unless you can trade them for someone who's better than James Robinson. I don't know who that is right now. Um, no, just just hold on to it. it's a ten-team league. There's somebody on the waiver wire every single week that you can you can bring in that'll get a start. Okay. Yeah. Um, from Chris, Chris says he's frustrated with Ryan Tannehill, but is he at the point where he would be picking up a Taylor Heineke or Carson Wentz or a Baker Mayfield instead? Uh, for this week, uh, Heineke, yes. Um, not consistently. I mean, look, I, depending on what Just you're – because he's up against the Kansas City defense. Right, right. I mean, I mean, they've given up yards to everyone. Uh, Meanwhile, the Buffalo defense has been quite good. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean you can't use Tannehill this week, and 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 even if, I mean it'll be it would be nice if uh, if we saw Tannehill with his full array of healthy targets. I don't know when that happens, and the bottom line is 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 as long as they're running on people, right. it's the Derrick Henry show. So is he droppable? I'm not mad about it, but I. I the other guys aren't – you're not dropping him for one of those guys because they're not consistently. They're just streaming options. This week your option is pick up Heineke and, and start him. Um, I, but just, I just picked him up in your league, by the way. I just decided to go ahead and pick up yeah, Taylor Heineke. Yeah, why not? Um, but, no, I mean, if those are the only guys that are out there um, and you're carrying – if you know, I would find somebody else to drop, pick up Heineke, and hope that – the matchups and the health of the team improve. All right, here from the uh, from the world of this is a real question. Play two. Oh, sorry, he says play three. Mikael Hardman, T. Higgins, Hunter Renfro, and Allen Robinson. Yeah, what are, what are we doing with Robinson? Um, 
I mean, I'm sitting Renfro. Uh, Higgins has to play for me. It's a terrific matchup. Um, I, I mean, what? I'm really frustrated with Allen Robinson. Uh, so I'm yeah, unbelievably you're, the entire world is frustrated with Allen Robinson because we've seen this is a this is a, a approaching hundred catch, thousand yard receiver each of the last two years where the quarterbacks weren't even good. So it's like. I, you know, uh, I had some hope the week before because he got targets and and Mooney was the recipient of some some yardage and 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 then last week it was just yeah, uh, but again I don't want anything to do with the Raiders this week. All right, uh, Kyle, go ahead. Oh, oh uh, go, you can get your question in, Paul. Paul's got a question. Paul Valley has a question. Go ahead. All right, so I have a couple guys on a buy this week. Am I starting? Damian Harris or Melvin Gordon as one of my running backs. Uh, Damian Harris. Harris. Yeah, yeah. Again, be, just because just because of the fifty-fifty split, and you're getting a guy that's gonna we we think um, we'll have to see. The only thing I'm going to tell the Damian uh, Williams owners is Damian is Harris. Damian, Damian Harris owners is just make too sure many Williams, that, too, know, many Damian's, Damian's, too many Williams, too many Damians, too many. The the make sure he is make sure he's practicing because he did have a little chest thing. They said he's fine, but just. Take a look at that as Friday is is the key day. No, nothing else matters besides Fridays anymore. All right. Um, this is emotional. These are the final questions Kyle's ever going to ask you, ever. Oh, he's he's, he's going to die. No, because yeah. he's going to die. On the air. He's, fall, the air. he's going to drive know, off a cliff tomorrow and be dead. So uh, I had the Devontae Booker, Javante Williams thing. We've already answered that. Yes. So Javante Williams or Tim Patrick? Or Christian Kirk? Or Damian Harris. Oh, I, I okay. Now, not many people will tell give you this answer, but I really I Kirk is one of those guys. I I, I see the big week this week. Is it just you like no, have a feeling, or is there a just, reason for it's, this? It's just he's gonna. I think because he's gonna draw in most situations. If he's if Moore's on the field, Moore. Mm. Um, mm. So clever. Uh, I know because uh, because you now have uh, uh, Max Williams on IR. Kirk's going to get the the slot, and Clark's going to get the third corner, and I like that matchup. So would you play Tim Patrick or Jacoby Myers? Myers, safer floor. So you like Myers and Kirk, and you have Javante on the bench. I do. Okay. Fine, and and Damian Harris as well. That's okay. That's fine. Just for the record, um, it's, it's fine. Emmanuel it's Sanders. Do no, you mentioned just, T. Higgins. He's acknowledging that he's you acknowledging said. I this said is it. like when I have a conversation with my wife. See, he's got, when, she, when Kirk goes one for ten. Yeah, you know, yeah, one hundred percent. It's hard to trust him. I, I know. I know. It's. I agree. Emmanuel Sanders or T. Higgins. Ah, like T. Higgins this week. Yeah, T. Higgins. Manuel Sanders has been really yeah, good. I know. Been really I know. Higgins has Ten- been Tennessee's defense. Not I know. Very good. Higgins has been disappointing for me. Well, why do you ask the question? Well, he was Kyle. hurt. <laughs> he was hurt, and last week he was. I, I grant you that. I, I like it. I like it this week. All right. Got to be true to my rankings. Um, let's see. Are you playing Beckham over no. either okay. of Jacoby Myers or Michael Pittman? No. No way. All right. No way. Until he does something. Remember when dead, he used to be a thing? To me. Remember, dead to me. Remember that? There was, a, there was a thing on on, uh, on Twitter this week. Is is he just a bad football player now, or is he in a bad situation? Like, Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yes. I, don't, I don't know which one's true, but yes. Yes. Uh, Vikings defense. Kind of like him. Or 
any of the Bengals, the Jaguars, or Dolphins? Cincinnati Bengals, my friend. All right. He's, <laughs> he didn't like any of those really answers. Reluctant. This he's is not, great. Did not like so any of those. So we're going to have to write down the 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 what in, yeah. this, in these leagues. What KZ said and what I started and see yeah. where we are at the end of the day. <laughs> All right. I mean, I'll trust you on that one. Um, I like Cincinnati this week. Unlike the other ones where he uh, heard your yeah, answer yeah, yeah. and completely ignored it. I, I didn't ignore it. He didn't ignore it. He heard me. Give me pause. Let's he put it that way. He, he did ignore right, it. That's what I got. All right. Very good. Anything else we need to know this week, Ken Zalis? If they're healthy, start them. We're already there. Six, week six. I get um, it. The, the only thing, I mean, it, it, this, this week brings in – with the bye weeks, it's a new way. It's a new. It's the second season of fantasy football, um, and you have to look ahead. I, I, you have to look ahead a couple of weeks. Like, who do you have on bye? And like, like you should be, you should be Sunday morning, after you have your lineup set. You should look at your lineup for next week. How many of those guys are on bye? How many I got? Do I have a hole? And you should fill it now. Not wait till the waiver wire next right, week. Right. Fill it now for the guys that aren't starting this week, that you don't want to start next week. Get rid of them. Get. I mean, this is this is your indication. If they're not starting this week, when you have holes in your lineup, you're you don't need them on your roster. Find I somebody am. else. I so, oh, real quick, would you start Emmanuel Sanders over Damian Williams? Which which team he's playing? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> so many Williams and Damians. Uh I just realized I need a tight end and a quarterback next week, and I don't have a backup so either on my don't roster. Do, don't, don't Yikes. you like see? Good thing I gave that last Goodbye, piece of Zach advice. Pascal and Chris Evans. There it was you, nice there, knowing. There you go. Yeah. That, that's what you do. Uh PPR half. Uh yes. Which one? I said two things. Half. <laughs> uh Gimme Williams. All right. Uh last one from Matt Myers. He wants to know, and this is a doozy. He says they he plays in a league where it's not just point five PPR, it's point two five points per carry. So would you play Kirk, Gaskin, or Jamal Williams as your flex? Kirk, Gaskin, Gaskin, or Jamal Williams. Again, .5 PPR, .25 points per carry. I've never had to think about that in my life. I'm going to trade everything uh, for Derrick Henry. I'm, All right. Yeah, I'm going to go Gaskin. All right, very Let's good. Let's pray that that was not a mirage. At Fans Fantasy on Twitter is how you follow them if you didn't get your question in or if you didn't realize Did the show Did you see the question a, on Facebook? Oh, what is it? Go ahead. AJ Brown is hurt with a bad matchup. Do I dare start Boyd? Or if Goddard is out, do I consider Ertz? Hertz is my quarterback. I don't know what that has to do with it, but there it is. So, so he's asking if he starts. Ertz. Andrew Brown's hurt. Would he start Boyd or Ertz over Brown, presumably in the flex? Okay, so I want nothing to do with Brown. It's a half point PPR. I want nothing to do with Brown this week. So let's start there. Um, if 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 Dallas is if Dallas Goddard is out, I'm going Ertz. Okay, there you go. If and if Goddard plays, you're playing Boyd. 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 Okay, yeah. there's your answer. Very good. Hey, Glory Days Grill's popular Oktoberfest menu is back, featuring the delicious chicken schnitzel, two chicken cutlets, hand-breaded and herb panko, and pan-fried until golden brown. Served with mustard cream sauce, mashed potatoes, or roasted veg and roasted vegetables. You don't have to choose. You get them all. Oh, my God. So good. Their menu also includes your favorites like the Oktoberfest Brewer's Platter, the Brewer's Sausage Sandwich, the Prussian Pretzel Roll, Slam Dunk Pretzels, and Apple Cobbler. They all pair well with the many Oktoberfest beers and Angry Orchard on draft. Dine on the patios or in the dining room or order online, glorydaysgrill.com, and pick up your favorites to take home. They've been proud to serve the community for the last 25 years. When, uh, if you're with us on video, give us one minute, 
and then hit refresh and then come back for Glenn Clark Radio. KZ's going nowhere. We're going to make our picks. If you're with us on audio, do nothing. I'm going to play the intro and then we'll just restart it, I guess. Yes, that's the way. That's what we're going to do. 100. It's just like the. It's just like when we do the show the other way, just the opposite. You know, you get it. You can handle this. You're big boys. I promise. Um, so that's what we're doing. Uh, stick, stay tight. Uh, Glenn Clark Radio is next. This has been the Press Box Fantasy Football Show. Now, introducing the man who's in complete agreement with the people comparing Kyrie Irving to Muhammad Ali as he insists he has not heard a more apt comparison since, quote, everybody insisted on calling me the second coming of Nelson Mandela, unquote. After being disappointed that his family refused to change his name back to his original Italian surname, he took it upon himself to adopt a more prestigious last name, one that would inspire an air of dignity and poise as he moves forward from this fort forward as Glenn Gumble. He is Glenn Clark. You know, I'm a big fan. Coming Glenn up, Gumble. Yeah, nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Good morning. It's Glenn Clark Radio. If uh, you're confused, be confused. That's all I can tell you. We're not going to bother to walk you uh, through it anymore. You're a big boy or a big gal. You can figure this all out and make it work. I can't I can't help you anymore at this point. Uh, a lot to do on the program today. Coming up in uh, just a few minutes, the aforementioned Greg Gumbel will join us. He's on the call for Ravens Chargers on Sunday. Later on in the program, NFL super agent Lee Steinberg. You're familiar with him. They made a movie about him. They just called it Jerry Maguire instead. 
Um, Lee Steinberg represents one Patrick Mahomes. And with Lamar Jackson having the last couple of weeks that he's had and needing a contract, I can't help but wonder if maybe he could shed a little light onto what that situation might look like. So the great Lee Steinberg will join us later. And uh, also later on in the program, Ben Hartsock, former NFL tight end. He'll be calling Ravens Chargers for ESPN Radio on Sunday. So he will check in with us as well. But we're going to start this week with picks because KZ's got to get out of here. Uh, if you're not familiar, this is Ken Zalis. He just did the Press Box Fantasy Football Show. You Good know morning. Him, you know him from the Press Box Fantasy Football Show. Sometimes uh, Project Game Day. In fact, might be Project Game Day this week, as it all turns out. Might be the case. Uh, KZ had a massive week of picks last week. KZ nearly was perfect. Nearly. Nearly. You know who let me down? The Them not kicking extra points in overtime? Correct. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what let you down. As dumb rule. We K- got to get that change. KZ had the Ravens is it on Monday night. <laughs> well, for, for you it wasn't. I mean, does it really matter? I, I think they should kick extra there points. There are fantasy Why and I? gambling in- implications. I agree. Why deny Justin Tucker the right to add another point to his career total just because you're done? I just mean, because you're I ready mean, to go home? Could have given Harbaugh another reason to go for two. Could have. Don't know why, but could have. I never know why he goes for it anyway. Never mind. Well, on Monday night, I know exactly why he was going for it. I understand that entirely. And thankfully, two of the three worked. All right. um, KZ went 7-0-1 last week, so now he sits atop the table for the year 25-25. He's killing it. He's dead 500, and he is in first place with a bullet. Two games clear of uh, myself, Kyle, and Andrew Stecka, and four games clear of John Proctor, who's at the bottom of the table, but only four games out of first place. So it is very, very close at the moment. Of course, at the top of the table, we're playing for a little bit of cash at the bottom of the table. We are playing to avoid being the one who has to come in here, get his back waxed, uh, eat a tarantula, and perform hero. And um, I almost was going to do that just for funsies tomorrow because it's Kyle's last day. I was just going to speed that process up and, and sing hero anyway, but we won't do that. We'll save that for the loser of picks. All right, uh, three college games, six NFL games. Kyle, where are we starting this week? Oh, I guess I should give this a sponsor. Yeah, picks, picks brought to you by Window Nation. The fall is calling sale is underway right now. Temperature is changing, well, except for today and tomorrow. Jesus, what is going on in the world? This should be illegal for it to be warm again after we've all settled into hoodie weather. Um, but uh, the, the colors are changing. Leaves are changing. It's time for some change in your life. Get two free windows for every two you buy. Buy four, get four free. There's no limit. Pay nothing for two full years. 866-90NATION or windownation.com. Starting off in Memphis as the Navy midshipmen coming off of a close loss to SMU take on the Tigers. This is a 7.30 game on ESPN with a line. Memphis... Minus ten and a half. Oh, I hate this. Yeah, <laughs> it just took horrible. one game for me to hate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, horrible. I guess you have to take Navy, right? Just because the lat they you know the last three games, two of them were totally close, and SMU is really good. Um, they they beat UCF and they played Houston super close as well, and that one was on the road. I think you have to take Navy with those points. I think you do. I don't know. I might end up feeling stupid about it, but I'm taking Navy. I don't blame you for what for if you look at the 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 trends of these two teams. Memphis really, outside of some early games, really hasn't blown anybody away. I worry about the short week traveling, all that fun stuff. I'm gonna 
against my better judgment, take Memphis because I've seen some bad performances from Navy. I just wonder if maybe the short week this is just another Memphis one. has lost three straight games. I know. And they've lost them to Texas San Antonio and Tulsa and Temple. Like, I Temple's pretty good. They are good. They're good. You're not wrong about that. Not only that, they've played, I think, all of the games they've played this year have been one-possession games. Um, mm, except for Nichols State, I uh, believe. How yes. could I forget? Yeah. Um, Nichols State. Navy looked much better. I don't think Memphis' defense is great at stopping the run. Um, Navy didn't, didn't – they, they weren't good offensively in the second half. That's the only thing that concerns me. They weren't good offensively. Uh, Memphis has turned the ball over a lot. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. hopefully that continues. I'm on Navy also. All right. Anybody? Anybody? Uh, everyone else is on Memphis. All right. Other than you and me. All right. All right. Next, a SEC top 12 or top 11 matchup. Well, remember when we do these, you got to keep track because we're going to post them at uh, glennclarkradio.com. The number 11 Kentucky Wildcats travel to the number one Georgia Bulldogs. 3.30 on CBS. The spread, Georgia, minus 21 and a half. I've already got you down. Don't worry. Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what's the number again? Minus 21 and a half. Three more points than it was against, you know, whoever that team we picked against with last time, Arkansas. I just, it's so, it's such an absurd number that I, like, I. So then do it. No, Georgia. Yeah, it was absurd last time. I know. But it's, until Georgia shows me that they're not the best team. Yeah. Learn um, my my lesson. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Their defense is incredible. Um, they might shut out Kentucky for all I know. So it's totally yeah. possible. I think they can score twenty-two points. Um, lastly, in the Did, college, what about, what about everybody else? Everybody's on. Georgia. Okay. Lastly, on the college slate, there's only so many ranked ma- ma- meeting or matchups this week. What it's that? that. It's that one. And well, we're going to this next. Okay. One. Number That's twelve, it. Oklahoma State, travels to barely ranked number twenty-five, Texas Longhorns, following a heartbreaking loss uh, in a neutral site, as everyone knows. Uh, this is Everyone a knows. noon game on ESPN. The line, Texas. Actually, I thought trip's on Fox, so I lied. Texas, minus four and a half. Ah, really? Really. I don't know what to do with that either. I was going to pick Texas, but I was assuming that they were getting some points this week. and You were wrong. I was wrong about that. Um, obviously, they, you know, John from Little Rock was right. About, he was wrong about his pick, but he was right about one thing: that the the Thompson looks great. Um, I'll stick with Texas. I'm gonna go Oklahoma State um, since I'm getting points here. Uh, maybe Texas wins by a field goal, but I, I'll take I'll take the four and a half. I agree. I mean, Oklahoma State's got a good defense. Um, Granted, Texas scored 41 points or whatever it was last week, so they clearly can score points. But, you know, I think they could win the game, and they only need to stay within four and a half. So give me Oklahoma State. Uh, Proctor agrees with you, Glenn. Stecka agrees with KZ and I. Wow. So, uh, yeah, we'll see how that right. goes for you. On to the NFL. The Packers in a rivalry game going to Chicago. One o'clock on Fox. The line, Bears plus four and a half. Packers. Packers. I think we're overreacting to to the fact that it was close a week ago. I mean, if Mason Crosby makes his kicks, that's not a close game against the Bengals. And the Bengals are good. Um, I know that we're all hot and bothered about Justin Fields, but Packers. 
yeah, I, I mean, it'd have to be over seven for me not to take the Packers here. So, since it's not, it's the Packers. Feel like Aaron Rodgers always just crushes the hopes of the Bears. It does so seem that way too. You're right I about that, that feeling. Uh, Stecka is the only one on Chicago. All right. Next, the Vikings travel to Carolina. Who knows? This is a one o'clock game on Fox with Carolina being favor. Excuse me, being given one and a half points. I have no idea what to make of either of these teams. Yep. No clue. Um, but my gut tells me the... Oh, God. I'm just going to say Vikings and be done with it. I'll take the home dog. Uh, I I, give, me, give, me, give me the Panthers. It's, a just not an, it's not enough points for that part of it to matter well, to me. McCaffrey's I, the question, I think, right? Well, I was going to say, this line is, not, is, no, is, is, is based on we don't know if McCaffrey is going to play. So he was 50-50... Um, according to his coach, I think he plays because I thought they were like trending practice last week uh, on a limited basis. If he plays, I think this is a Carolina win, so I'm going to go Carolina. Weird week for Carolina last week. Certainly fell back down to earth a little bit. Um, for a game it's they not, had down It's not like Minnesota was killing it against defense Detroit. Defense is still good. Yes. Um, so Minnesota's got a lot of weapons. I get that. I'm taking Carolina, and Glenn, you are alone. Did not expect that. Like that. All right, next, the Cardinals. It's still part. Of, it's still Kirk Cousins' season, baby. What are you guys I doing? I don't know. We're it, still uh, in October. Prone to end at any time, by the way. Uh, it could end at any time. That's true. <laughs> Cardinals go to Cleveland. Good game here. One o'clock on Fox with the line. You know it's a good game because the whole country doesn't get to see it. That's how you know it's a good game. Yeah. Cleveland minus three would have been a pick'em on a neutral site. I, I mean, I just like the Cardinals getting points. That's all that is. I like the Cardinals. You give you give me the chance to get some points there, I'm going to take the chance on that. I absolutely think the Browns can win the game, and th- this is just to me a, a solid betting situation. You give me an opportunity for the Cardinals to get points, I have to take it. Yeah, my concern is uh, the Cardinals are missing Chandler their Jones. center. It's a, it's a 4 o'clock game on Sunday. They're, is it? they're missing their center. They're missing Chandler Jones. But yet still, definitely not the game you're going to get to watch on TV. <laughs> they make sure it's a good one, so you don't get to see yeah. it. But enjoy the Patriots and the Cowboys. There's no chance it's going to be one, the Ravens being the only one o'clock game with both of this game and the Patriots Cowboys. No, they they make sure of that. Yeah, I I but but at the end of the day, I I, I agree with Glenn. I, I Cardinals are one of the best teams in football, and you're going to give me three points, and it's a, not a one o'clock game. Sure, give me give me the three. Yeah, I mean it's. Cleveland nearly pulled it out last week against the Chargers, but it was a shootout, and I have no reason to think this game couldn't be the same. Fox might be trying to flex into what your scenario is. WBF might be trying to move so that you can – It wouldn't be the the whole country, though. It would just be this market. Which is all we care about. That's all Um, we care about. You're right. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm on the Cardinals as well. Uh, Stecka is alone on the Browns, Mm. for what it's worth. He has a couple lone wolves. Mm. Next – the Dallas Cowboys. I, I thought WBFF had to take the Chiefs, the 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 Washington Chiefs game. I thought they were required to take the Washington game in this mm. market. That's mm. that's the issue. Dallas Cowboys traveling to Foxborough to face off with the Patriots. A four twenty five CBS game. New England plus three and a half. Mm. I want to, but I can't. Cowboys. It's such a weird line. It is. Like it feels like it should be six. And if it was such a weird line. If it was the number was a little bit bigger, you you want to bite on the Patriots, but I just don't know. With all the Belichick talk about it, he takes away the best weapon. And what are you taking away? Yeah. No. yeah, I'm gonna take Cowboys. Everyone's on the Cowboys. Yeah. yeah. 
They're the only team undefeated against the spread this year, by the way. How about that? Mm. Uh, Sunday night game. Seahawks travel to Pittsburgh. 8-20 on NBC. The line, Geno Smith starting, of course. Mm. Steelers minus five and a half. Boy, you hate this, don't you? Just hate everything about it. You don't trust the Steelers. You don't trust Geno Smith. You hate everything about it. I'm actually going to... What's the what's the line? Five, Five and, and a half. half. Yeah, I'll take a chance on the Seahawks, right? Like the the Steelers are no good. I I am not convinced that Geno Smith can play a total a complete game as well as he looked on when he came in last week. But he looked good enough that because I don't trust the Steelers, I think there's a chance they could hang around here. Yeah, I can't do it. Um, not not you know the Steelers are still good. They're talented on the. Offensive side of the ball, Harris looks really, really good. Uh, Seahawks missing. Maybe they're starting running back. Maybe they're starting quarterback. I'll take the Steelers. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't. Yeah, do I, it. Could do I, it. Was, I don't think Seattle has the pass rushers to really disrupt Ben I the way know, that. I don't know how much you need that. I get it. But yeah. if you can let him just dink and dunk, you know, I honestly think that could be enough in this game. Um, Juju's out. I don't know how much he matters anyway, for what it's worth. Uh, yeah, I'm on Pittsburgh. Glenn, you are joined by Stepka, who's had a mm. bit of an adventurous mm. week. Mm. Mm. And last but not least, 1 o'clock on CBS, the Chargers come to Baltimore. The Ravens favored by three. Yeah, I've really struggled with this. I've really struggled with this. At the end of the day, I'm just going to ride with the Ravens. And it's it's going to be nothing other than while i have major concerns about the ravens defense i don't feel great about the chargers defense and one of them is playing at home and the other one's a west coast team playing at one o'clock so i'm trying to put all aside any emotion any you know I, i'm just trying to be reasonable about it and i think the way to bet that game is to to pick the ravens <coughs> i i agree toughest game of of all of this uh to pick um how far is that horseshoe up up the Ravens? <laughs> but I mean, are you? Yeah, but I mean, the Chargers got a pretty good amount of luck too uh, against the the Browns. Like, yeah, they needed um, some some things. Some, they needed some things. Some pass interference calls yeah. to go their way. Yeah, like, yeah. But in a game that I think can come down to the last team that maybe has the ball, um, I'm going to go with the Chargers. I I think that they they. Um, they present some big challenges for the Ravens' defense, the way the Ravens' defense is currently playing. Absolutely. I think that I got a, I got a bad feeling about this game. Um, I don't know. Maybe the Ravens take away one receiver. Maybe. Maybe. I don't even know that they can, for what it's worth. Um, the Chargers still have some guys on defense. Derwin mm-hmm. James matched up I well s- with Mark Andrews. Secondary's played well. Eh. Nick Bosa is still Nick Bosa. Eh. They got they got they got gashed on the ground, and the Ravens can't run. Well, that's true. That's so, true. So I, I don't. Granted, Lamar can do it himself. Mm-hmm. It's not impossible. Nope. But so can Justin Herbert. I'm on the Chargers. Glenn, you are alone on the. All Ravens. right. Wow. All right. There we go. KZ, appreciate you, pal. Thank you for stopping by this Thank morning. Thank you so much. Uh, we will see KZ next Thursday for the Press Box Fantasy Football Show. We typically do it at 11:30 every we'll Thursday back. morning, we'll and we'll be back to 11:30 next. Not week. me though. No, you will not. Well, we don't want you here anyway, so it's, it works out. This is this has been our our desire all along. Ken and I have been talking. We've been having conversations about it. 
Pressbox Fantasy Football Show brought to you by CCBC, Glory Days Grill, and the Maryland Department of Transportation. Do it every Thursday morning, 1130 a.m., Facebook.com, PressboxOnline.com, radio. When we come back in, Greg Gumble will join us. He's on the call for Sunday on CBS, Ravens Chargers. That's next, Glenn Clark Radio. C3 American Exteriors is the area's best and most trusted roof and siding specialists. C3 is also an insurance adjuster's worst nightmare and a homeowner's dream come true. With all of the bad weather, chances are you have some roof and siding damage. Call C3 American Exteriors now to get your roof and siding repairs for the cost of your deductible. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. C3 guarantees a 48-hour rapid response. Call 401-9797 or go to c3america.com for a free analysis. I've driven my tractor trailer millions of miles and I've seen it all. The next time you change lanes when driving, remember, because of the sheer weight and size of my truck, I'm not able to stop quickly if you cut me off and brake suddenly. One wrong decision could change our lives forever. Trucks need room to stop. Don't cut it close. Brought to you by the Maryland Department of Transportation State Highway Administration. I love you more than self-imposes. I love you more than spray and hoses. I love you more than bird calls. But not as much as football. Celebrate your love of football with Raven scratch-offs from the Maryland Lottery. Win up to $100,000 instantly or second-chance cash in Raven's prizes. I love you more than snowballs, but not as much as football. Play Raven scratch-offs at any Maryland Lottery retailer. Please play responsibly. Once again this season, Pressbox's Project Game Day is the destination at halftime and postgame for every Baltimore football game. You want to talk about the game without all the nonsense, coach speak, and fluff of your typical show? Tune into Project Game Day. Glenn Clark is with you at halftime, and he's once again joined postgame by your favorite analysts like the NFL chick Sarita Hubbard, Ken Zalis, and more. Watch the show at Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports and listen at PressBoxOnline.com Radio. Pressbox's Project Game Day, every game day, presented by Glory Days Grill and Window Nation. As one of only seven equestrian events of its kind, the inaugural Maryland Five Star at Fair Hill will give you unparalleled access to Olympic athletes in action. Come see the world's best horses and riders compete at the new Fair Hill Special Event Zone this October 14th through 17th in Elkton, Maryland. Don't miss the exhilarating cross-country competition, the elegance of dressage, and the precision of show jumping. There's something for the whole family, including great shopping, the Fresh Food Fest, beer, wine, and spirit showcase, and so much more. Come enjoy a beautiful fall day at the Maryland Five Star at Fair Hill, October 14th through 17th. Buy your tickets now at MarylandFiveStar.us with the number five. Tweet us at... Glenn Clark Radio, 21st Century Talk Radio at glennclarkradio.com. All right, back in here on GCR. Paul Valley is in with us this morning as he gets ready to uh, take over, as uh, Kyle will uh, unfortunately be meeting his tragic end tomorrow, and we will miss him. Um, well, kind of miss him anyway. Sometimes we'll miss him. Uh, but Paul's hanging out with us this morning. Mobile One Full Synthetic Motor Oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube service center. Ask for Mobile One. 
Had to do this a little bit earlier because of his schedule and getting ready for the game on Sunday, but an honor as always to chat with the broadcasting legend, Mr. Greg Gumbel on GCR. Well, coming up this Sunday, Ravens-Chargers, a great matchup here in Baltimore, 1 o'clock game, and we will have a legend on the call, a man that we, of course, love a little bit more in this town because we remember him calling the Ravens' first Super Bowl title, Super Bowl 35, back in 2001. He is the great Greg Gumbel, and he's back with us on GCR. Greg, it's Glenn in Baltimore. It's always great to chat with you, sir. Thank you for taking a couple of minutes for us. It's my pleasure, that legend stuff. That's what they call me at the parole board, so it just, it just flows really well. <laughs> um, uh, Greg, well, it, it's certainly fitting. There is no question about that. You're an icon in our industry, and we always appreciate you taking the time. Um, you. You, you know, generically, Greg, what, what is it like? You know, you just had one a couple weeks ago, and, and, and my God. You know, you, you, you wake up on a morning, you have no idea what you're about to witness that day, and what you're about to witness is a 66-yard field goal to win a football game. That's an NFL record. How do you process all of it? Like, what you're watching, is it crazy that they're doing this? And, oh, my God, he actually made this kick. What is all of like that like for a broadcaster? Well, the first thing I think that you learn early on is you're dead meat if you go into anything with preconceived notions. Sure. Um, I, I was talking with, with a friend um, a couple of weeks ago, and he was talking about how there just aren't that many upsets. And I said, what are you talking about? There are upsets in the National Football League every single Sunday. As if you think about it, an upset is a team that's not picked to win or expected to win, or the odds aren't in their favor, they end up winning. And sure. there are at least two or three or four of those every single week. So, so if you go in expecting a particular thing to happen, it's, it's likely you're going to be disappointed. And, and to be honest with you, you won't have an honest reaction to it. You know, if, if you think something is going to happen and then it actually does, you know, look, I, I will say that everybody in the building in Detroit was shocked when that ball hit the upright and went through. Um, but, but I think that with the, if, unless you're a real diehard Detroit Lions fan, that's part of the pure joy that you just saw something that you didn't expect that hadn't been done and may not be done again, even in Denver. No, so. no question. I mean, it, it, it's it's absurd, right? Like it's almost beyond capacity to think that it could be accomplished. Does it rank somewhere? I mean, you've seen so many things in your life, Greg. Like you've called so many sporting events. Is there somewhere that it ranks among like? the most amazing things that you've ever seen as a broadcaster. You know, it's really weird. When I was working with Dan Deardorff, we were doing a game, and it might have been Chargers-Vikings. And in the same game, we had a 109-yard return of a missed field goal. And it was the same day that, um, oh gosh, who was it? It was just setting all kinds of records running the football was um, adrian peterson adrian peterson yeah and they they you know like they yanked him early in the fourth quarter because it looked like the defense had just quit on trying to stop him and who knows how far he could have gone if uh, if he had stayed in the game or or if the game had actually been you know hotly contested from then on so so those were those were uh, a couple of things that stood out that's just in football but yeah you run across things and look if you if you're around long enough you're going to see some things that other people don't get to see wow. so so I've been I've been very fortunate in that regard but 
you know, the people that I've gotten to know, the, uh, the, the events that I've gotten to cover, uh, I feel very fortunate. Uh, Lillehammer, Norway in uh, 94, uh, several Muhammad Ali fights, and, 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 and I consider those up there, even though I've never been a big boxing fan. I, I think that, uh, that, that it's more than interesting. It's sometimes fascinating to be able to be there and to cover it and to see it. Well, the day that Justin Tucker ends up in the Hall of Fame, and it's looking more and more. I know kickers have a hard time, but my word, you know, like what else can we say about this guy? Uh, the day he ends up there, that call will ring with it as being perhaps his finest moment, and, and it will live on forever because what what an unbelievable thing it was. For and all well of us. deserved, yeah, and well deserved too, because he's proven he's proven that he is as reliable a kicker as there is, and 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 his his regularity once he lines the ball up, you know, it's 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 a fascinating thing if and when he misses one. So I and and we had him on for a post game interview after that game, and I, uh, you'd kind of think that someone who's been around as long as he has and who's been kicking field goals as much as he has and with such regularity that he might be a little more calm about it, but he was as excited as a 12-year-old kid, and I was happy to see it. 66-yard field goal. He's, yeah. he's the only man who ever did it. It's remarkable. Greg Gumbel is with us, Ravens-Chargers on Sunday. Um, whenever you work a Lamar Jackson game, right, You know what, what is that like for a broadcaster? We talk about the unknown. You, you never know in one moment where you might get to see you know, one of the most amazing plays that we've ever seen in football history when Lamar Jackson's the quarterback this year. Um, and it started with that Detroit game where, my God, he might have thrown for 400-some, had a few of them not been dropped by uh, Marquise Brown that day. Um, this year we're seeing more of it as a passer, and he's coming off you know, maybe the greatest performance as a passer in, in NFL history. What's it like for a broadcaster to work when, when you're watching an artist like Lamar Jackson? Well, you know, for, in, in some respects you kind of go, okay, that's what they say, but let me see it for myself. <laughs> you know, and then he goes out and proves it. I remember, oh, in our in our pre-game interview, I mean, a couple of days before with uh, John Harbaugh, and I asked him, I said, do you remember back in the days when it was absolutely verboten for a quarterback to run? Coaches would go, no, no, you're going to get hurt. Now everybody is looking for that kind of a guy, <laughs> like a Lamar Jackson yep. or, 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 you know, or, or Kyler Murray. They're, they're just, they're, they're out there and teams are, are taking full advantage of those talents when those talents really never did exist or, or they didn't want you to exhibit those talents because, you know, you don't want your, you don't want your, your guy getting hurt. If, you know, back in back in the day of Dan Marino, you didn't want to see him running out of the pocket. Well, Dan, first of all, couldn't run worth a darn, but, <laughs> right, right, but, but right. you didn't want, but you know, he'd take off and, and the coaches would go, Oh no, you know, Oh no, run out of bounds or slide. Don't let them hit you. Um, so, so I think that the kind of football player that he is, uh, I can't help but think that sooner or later everybody wants one of those because there are certainly enough of them coming out of, out of college. And what you need is someone who can throw the ball well when he has to. And then if, he, if it's not there, then he can tuck it and still be a danger running the football. So it's, it's, it's exciting to, to look forward to that. As I said, it's, it's like you know, to see what you see next year. What did, what did he throw for? 440 yeah. uh, last week. And, 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 I, and I saw in the notes, and I've just briefly been able to go over the notes, you know, he's he's only a quarter of the way into his fourth season, and he's coming up on 100 total touchdowns for his career, really which is mind-blowing. Oh, it's it's really remarkable. I mean, it's it's you know we're we're clearly we're quite blessed in Baltimore, Greg, to be able to watch this young man play football every week, and 
And every time someone thinks that he's limited in any sort of capacity, right? And like, well, you know, what can he do? As you pointed out, he just threw for 442 yards, and they needed all of them. You know, they, they lose that game against the Colts on Monday night if they don't get all of them. And, and, you know, as much as we talked about the Tucker kick, but you saw it two plays earlier at that 4th and 19 throw against the Lions, yep. which in some weird way might have been more improbable than even the kick was. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, and, and, you know, here's the, here's the thing. You're talking about the fans and, and, and in Baltimore – it shouldn't just be Baltimore fans who are appreciating it. I, yeah. I, I learned the lesson after I was a kid, but I spent my childhood in Chicago hating the Green Bay Packers during football season, <laughs> hating the Boston Celtics in basketball season, hating the Montreal Canadiens in hockey, and hating the New York Yankees. And then years later, and my brother and I have talked about this, it would have been nice to sit there in Comiskey Park and appreciate when Mickey Mantle came to the plate. Or, or, you know, appreciate watching the Celtics run the fast break that they did with a bunch of guys who weren't all that fast, but they did it to such perfection and, 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 uh, and synchronicity that it, was, that, that it was amazing to see. And, you know, we sometimes take this being a fan a little bit too far. I mean, you see, you see some of the, uh, some of the uh, egregious stretches of it when, when it's taken out on, on visiting fans in, in stadiums. Uh, they, they run into a little hostility here and there just for cheering for their own team. But at the same time, you know, it's, I think it's, it's such a waste to not sit there and appreciate the kind of talent that we all get to see every day. And, uh, and, and, and I, I just, I would hope, I would hope people would learn that a lot sooner in life than it's I an, did. It's an interesting thought, Greg. And, and I've, I've actually thought about something similar recently. Greg, Greg Gumbel is with us on GCR because it, it, I think it's most likely that a little bit later on this season we're going to see Ben Roethlisberger make his final trip to Baltimore to, to play the Ravens. I, I, I guess it's totally possible that he'll keep playing after this season, but you know it hasn't looked great, and they've got a decision to make. There's a lot going on there. And I've kind of wondered quietly like what, what the response might be from Ravens fans after Ben Roethlisberger's final trip here, you know, and I'm not, you know, he's not, he's not the greatest quarterback of the year, but he's been a damn good one. And, you know, we've hated him in a fun way in Baltimore for a long time, but you're absolutely right. I mean, there's, there's an amount of respect that goes along with that. And I've kind of wondered about that out loud myself. I don't, I don't doubt that the fans in Baltimore are classy. There are a lot of classy fans everywhere. It would surprise me if at the end of the game, win or lose, right. that some folks didn't give Ben an ovation yeah. on his way off the field. And, and that would be, it would be the nice thing to do. It would be the classy thing to do. Um, and, and, just, and it's not just because he's been <laughs> an arch enemy, but just for his contributions to the game and, and what he's been able to accomplish. And you're right, maybe not the greatest of his era, certainly one of the greatest. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what he has done for that Pittsburgh franchise is, is, is really nothing short of magnificent. And, and he's, you know, he, would go, he would go out there even injured, and he would engineer victories uh, one after the other. And you have to give, not just him, I think you have to give anyone credit for that. What Tom Brady is doing, you're not ever going to oh, see. Insane. Oh, it's insane. It's absolutely um, insane. <laughs> yeah, it is. And, and, you know, and, and I think, you know, when Tom is saying, oh, maybe I'll play the 50, and, you know, you kind of go, maybe you won't. <laughs> but, but who are we to say? Because he's surprising most of us as it is right now. And look, he's smart enough not to get hit. He's not running around like nope. Lamar Jackson. And he's, he's never, he never has, and he's never going to. But what he does, he does better than anybody. And that's pick defenses apart. 
All right, we're, we're going to end the portion where we say nice things about Ben Roethlisberger now, this conversation <laughs> we are in Baltimore after all. Um, Greg, you know, we referenced, you called, of course, the, the Ravens Super Bowl 35 win. Uh, that was an era where the Ravens had almost no offense. Uh, the game you're going to do this Sunday with uh, Lamar Jackson on one side and Justin Herbert, who has been unbelievable to start his career. I mean, it's just unreal watching that kid play. Um, I'm guessing we're going to see significantly more offense this Sunday than we saw back in the days of the uh, the 2000 and 2001 Baltimore Ravens. I noticed doing some preliminary research, both these quarterbacks are throwing at the exact same completion percentage. If I remember correctly, 67.1% for both of them. And as, as great a year as Lamar has had throwing the football, uh, I think Justin has thrown for more yardage. He's thrown for more touchdowns. He's thrown, I think, as many interceptions as Lamar has. And, uh, and, and, he, and you know, they're both, they're both having wonderful year, and they're both great young quarterbacks. And, and they're, fun, they're fun to watch. We, as broadcasters, try not to overhype it, and, and, and I try not, to, try, try not to sell a game at the beginning for what I hope it'll be rather than for what sure. it is. Because you never, there, there's no bigger disappointment than one team or one player comes out and he just didn't bring his A game. You know, I've, I've, always, I've always said that uh, in basketball, you know, you can, you can hype a game and you can hype a player to the rafters, but if he doesn't bring his jump shot to the gym that day, then it's going to fall apart. And, uh, and so, you, so you go in wishing and hoping that everyone will play uh, up, to their, up to their stats and up to their abilities. It's not always a guarantee, but I think we have a pretty good shot at this being uh, if it's not the game of the day, something real close. I completely agree. Uh, I couldn't agree more. It's it's a very exciting game, and, and I think it goes beyond that too, right, Greg? And again, I know this is where I'm, I'm falling right into that trap of overhyping something, but the thought is it it could be ten years of this, right? Like we could be talking about this for a decade of these guys, and you know maybe not Brady Manning, but but something of that ilk. There's that possibility that lingers that these two quarterbacks, the way we've been talking about Lamar and Mahomes, and and Josh Allen, that, that the, this could be the type of thing we're seeing these guys square off in big games for a really long time in this league. Sure. And, and you know, and look, I was guilty of that last Sunday. I was in London last week, and I did the, uh, the Atlanta Jets game. Yep. The week before that, I did the Jets' overtime win over Tennessee, and we felt that we had watched a coming-of-age type of thing with Zach Wilson, the rookie quarterback for the, for the Jets. So now we go into London – and it's a it's a nice setup. It's against the uh, the veteran quarterback Matt Ryan, and here's Zach who comes off of this this game where uh, he brought the Jets from behind to beat the Tennessee Titans, and and it was very impressive. And they go out, and it was just nothing of the sort. And we forgot one tiny little thing. Adam Archuleta and I were talking about it. We forgot the fact that Zach is a rookie, and he went out happened. there yep. off of this terrific performance the week before, and he played like a rookie. Nothing wrong with that. A lot of guys do it. I think we put up a graphic earlier in the game as to all the great quarterbacks and all the interceptions that they threw their first year in the league because they're young. They're seeing, you know, for the first time in their lives, uh, they're not the best player on the field. And the guys on the other side, they realize are on scholarship also. And they don't have any days off in the NFL like you used to do in college. And everybody can play the game every single week, and that catches up with you sometimes. Well, I'm going to be stunned if that ends up being the case with either one of these quarterbacks on Sunday. I'm going to be stunned if either one of these guys ends up having a, an off day and 
Um, oh it, yeah, yeah. It's it it should be it should be pure joy watching the uh, the Ravens and the Chargers battle it out this we Sunday. Hope so. Yeah, right. Of course. Great <laughs> news for you guys if that's the case. Uh, Greg Gumbel, it truly is always an honor for you to take the time for us. Really appreciate you doing this. We can't wait to see you and Adam uh, Sunday afternoon here in Baltimore. Thank you so much for spending a few minutes getting us ready for it. Thanks for having me, and uh, we look forward to being there. Thank you much. The legendary Greg Gumbel joining us uh, ahead of that game on Sunday, and obviously he was the man who called Justin Tucker's kick just a couple of weeks ago. No way to have seen that coming. Today's show also brought to you by C3 American Exteriors. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. Call C3 to get roof and siding repairs for just the cost of your home insurance deductible. 410-401-9797 or C3America.com for your free analysis. We are moving right along on today's program. Um, We're going to be joined by Lee Steinberg here in just a minute. I do want to remind everybody that the Tyus Bowser Show is back next Tuesday night. We will be at Twain's Tavern in Pasadena. I don't know if we're going to be headed down to Anne Arundel County again this year with Tyus Bowser. So if you live in that part of the state, this might be your last chance to come hang out with us. If you missed us when we were in Arnold, don't miss us again. We'll be at Twain's Tavern in Pasadena on Tuesday night with Tyus Bowser and a special guest. You can find out more by going to PressBoxOnline.com slash Bowser. The Tyus Bowser Show brought to you by PressBox, Grade 8's memorabilia, and our friends at True Strong Services. Lee Steinberg's next. It's Glenn Clark Radio. Need to hone your computer skills to boost your career? Or maybe you want an IT certification. CCBC Continuing Education has the courses and programs you need for a career in the computer field. And it's all tuition-free. From the basics to specialized training, we have the classes you need from hardware to programming to cybersecurity and so much more. It's your choice. It's your career. Call 443-840-4700 or visit ccbcmd.edu slash computer training. Hi, it's Glenn Clark here for Window Nation. You know, a lot of things change with the season this time of year. The leaves change, temperatures change, your clothing changes. But the one thing that stays rock solid is the quality windows, installation, and customer service from Window Nation. Plus, their amazing offer, buy two windows, get two free, plus pay nothing for two full years. They never cut corners when it comes to quality and transparency from start to finish. Call 866-90NATION today or online at windownation.com. It's the perfect time for Window Nation, the perfect fit. That first sip. That first bite. Mm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast, Royal Farms. As one of only seven equestrian events of its kind, the inaugural Maryland Five Star at Bear Hill will give you unparalleled access to Olympic athletes in action. Come see the world's best horses and riders compete at the new Fair Hill Special Event Zone this October 14th through 17th in Elkton, Maryland. Don't miss the exhilarating cross-country competition, the elegance of dressage, and the precision of show jumping. There's something for the whole family, including great shopping, the fresh food fest, beer, wine, and spirit showcase, and so much more. Come enjoy a beautiful fall day at the Maryland Five Star at Fair Hill, October 14th through 17th. Buy your tickets now at MarylandFiveStar.us with the number five. I love you, 
and selfie poses. I love you more than spraying hoses. I love you more than bird calls. But not as much as football. Celebrate your love of football with Raven scratch-offs from the Maryland Lottery. Win up to $100,000 instantly or second-chance cash in Raven's prizes. I love you more than snowballs. But not as much as football. Play Raven scratch-offs at any Maryland Lottery retailer. Please play responsibly. Uh, back in here on GCO. We're just talking about this during the break. What Greg Rumble, Gumble said, I, you know, it's something that just sort of came to me, and I've been thinking about it a little bit recently because we're assuming that the Ravens trip to or the the Steelers trip to Baltimore this year will be Ben Roethlisberger's last game at M&T Bank Stadium. I am interested. I don't I don't want to make it a full fledged topic today because we're weeks away from that game and. Why would I do this now? Because the Ravens are playing the Chargers. But just because Greg Gumble brought it up, I do think it's interesting, and I do think it's something that I'm, I'm, I want, I want to discuss when we get to that point, because there are a lot of tentacles to it. Um, this is a Hall of Fame quarterback. This is someone who's been involved in seriously, you know, eternally memorable moments against the Baltimore Ravens over the years, um, and yet it's somebody that we've hated. Part because of the rivalry and in a smaller part because people still think about whatever might have happened in that bathroom all those years ago. And and I, I don't know how we handle all of those things. I, I just don't know. I don't know. Um, so we'll talk about that. We're not I, I know it's getting some traction on Twitter. I know people are discussing it and people are, you know, aghast about what Greg Gumbel said, which I think is kind of silly. Like Greg Gumbel all he said was, I think there's classy fans in Baltimore. Like, I, I bet there'll be some that'll give Ben Roethlisberger an ovation. That's, that's the least controversial thing that anybody could ever say. I don't know why you would be bothered by Greg Gumbel saying something like that. Frankly, he's, he's complimenting you. He's, he's talking about how classy the people in Baltimore are. Um, so I don't know what the reaction is, but um, I'm just going gonna, gonna to save it. Kyle, you unfortunately will be dead by then, so you, know, you won't be able to chime in on that uh, particular topic. Is so. this you asking me what I would do? Uh, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll let you give. I'll give you twenty seconds. We got to call Lee Steinberg. I probably wouldn't. You, you'd have no. He's you wouldn't. Us also. Oh, he's calling us. Yeah. You wouldn't tip your cap at the end of the day. You wouldn't do no. the Derek Jeter. Do you remember, Paul, what happened when Derek Jeter played his final game in Baltimore? I don't. I just genuinely don't remember. It wasn't a big deal to me. I remember when he played his final game in Yankee Stadium well, yes. against the Orioles. Yes, got I, the base I, hit. I don't remember what happened in Baltimore. Like, I don't think. But you also have to remember, there's so many Yankee fans that come to Camden Yards for those games, yes. even when they were good. That he probably got a fair ovation because of the fact that there were lots, there were of, Yankees lots of Yankees there. fans there, and probably a similar thing if we talked about David Ortiz. I don't remember like David Ortiz's final game in Baltimore. Oh, I do. I was there. For it, the last for, well, one. Well, it, it was his final series, and they gave him. They the, gave him the phone. The broken, I remember, which was tremendous, phone, and, and, and I loved he was that. he was not happy. Right, but like, did it. did the crowd? Was there any? I think mo, mo, I booed him. I think most people booed him. All right, I don't remember that. I don't remember that. I don't. Um. I, I don't know. I, it's. I don't think there is a correct answer for what it's worth. I don't. I don't think there's a correct answer. Um, I, I have no problem with someone saying like, "Look, I, you know, I, I recognize he's a great quarterback, but I'm never. I'm. I, I'm not going to put my hands together for Ben Roethlisberger. I'm never going to do that. I understand that, but there is something to be said for like, it. It. It means something when you bump into somebody you know who's a Steelers fan who's like man i hated so and so but i had no choice but to respect them as a player like there's something about that that means something i hear that all the time from friends of mine that are Steelers fans like man i i hated ray lewis i hated ed reed but 
God, I had no choice to, to respect them and appreciate all the games that uh, we played against them over the years and how much they meant to me. And, again, separating whatever your feelings are about Ben Roethlisberger as a person and whatever happened in that bathroom all those years ago as a player, it's hard not to respect Ben Roethlisberger. He's, he's not the... This isn't, he's not the greatest player of an era. He's not Tom Brady. He's not Peyton Manning. But, you know, he's, he's in the immediate group afterwards. There's no debate. This isn't an Eli Manning situation. There's no debate about Ben Roethlisberger as being a Hall of Famer. He's an obvious first ballot Hall of Famer. I just said I wasn't going to do this, and now here I am doing it. Eli's a first ballot Hall of Famer, he's not too. A fir- I don't know that he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. And in fact, Super Bowls. I, and threw for that's all well and good. touchdowns. Great. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. No, you're doing a bit where you're just saying something no. that you don't know. That's your opinion, and so you're stating it as fact. It's not fact that he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, and the fact that he played in New York will give him a better chance of being a first ballot Hall of Famer. But there is not consensus among Hall of Fame voters that he's an obvious first ballot Hall of Famer, and there's absolute room in there. He was quite mediocre for many years of his career, and that's the reason why there's a debate about it and we'll see do i think that eli manning will ultimately get in largely because of new york i think he will ultimately get in i would be surprised at this point if it was on the first ballot but the new york thing does at least make it a that he has a chance to get in on the first ballot just because of that market and um and and who those voters are all right today's show is also brought to you by your local toyota dealer and by Whether your focus is luxury and comfort or perhaps convenience and technologically advanced connectivity or sporty performance and aggressive styling, we've got the perfect Highlander for you. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Highlanders from your local Toyota dealer today. We continue here on a Thursday edition of Glenn Clark Radio. And again, we will I promise you we will revisit that topic when we get to Raven Steelers week, of course, that's not coming for some time because they decided to backload the schedule this year with the two Ravens Steelers matchups. Joining us now, this man, you know who he is. Uh, when you hear the term super agent, it uh, basically is because of this man. Um, and once upon a time, they made a movie about him. They just gave him a different name in the uh, the character's title. That's the way that it works. He is the great Lee Steinberg, and he is with us now here on Glenn Clark Radio. Lee, it's Glenn and Kyle in Baltimore. It's been too long. Thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes for us this morning. It's my pleasure. It's great to chat with you, Lee. I've always appreciated your kindness over the years. Um, I, I got a message from a friend this week that was like, hey, would you think about having Lee Steinberg on the show? And I said, any day that Lee Steinberg wants to be on this program, <laughs> I will always talk to him. I also appreciate you added me on Facebook to your book club, and I appreciate your recommendations. What, what, what are you reading right now, Lee Steinberg? Uh, I am reading Harlem Shuffle by Colson Whitehead. Okay, I'm not familiar with it. Uh, give me, give me like a, a quick thirty second rundown of why I should be reading it. Uh, he wrote a couple other bestsellers. Uh, one about the Underground Railroad, and this is sort of a change of pace, uh, but set in Harlem, and uh, it's about. Um, some chicanery these fellows are up to, and uh, but he's a great writer. I've read a couple of his books, and uh, so I started on that, and I just finished a novel called The Invisible Life of Aggie LaRue, um, and, um, but anyway, yes, all your listeners are welcome to join our Book club Lee Steinberg's book club. It's just, just Lee Steinberg book club. That's all you got to search for, and you can get those recommendations to you at all times. 
Lee, yeah. um, you know, I, I know you've got a, a, a boatload of clients um, in, in your repertoire, and I think that people, I, I guess let me start with this. I think that a lot of people that aren't familiar, they know you, they're familiar with you, they don't know your story and what you've been through um, during the course of your life and, and some of your own personal trials and tribulations. Would you be willing to share, you know, like what the last decade of your life has been like? For sure. I started back in 1975 when there really wasn't the field of representation for athletes. And I was a dorm counselor in an undergrad dorm, and they moved the freshman football team into the dorm. And in 1975, Steve Barkowski was the very first pick in the first round of quarterback with the Atlanta Falcons. Yep. And that started a run where I ended up with 64 first-round draft picks in football and the first pick overall eight different years and 12 players in the Hall of Fame. Uh, players like Frankman and Warren Moon and, and Steve Young and Bruce Smith and Thurman Thomas. And, uh, uh, and all done with each of those athletes being role models and retracing their roots to the high school collegiate professional community and setting up charitable and community programs that enhance the quality of life. When I got into the 2000s, um, a series of things happened in my private life. Nothing in, in the practice ever bothered me, but it was uh, my father dying of cancer, my son being afflicted with uh, blindness, uh, losing house to mold, and I turned to alcohol, which was the wrong thing, and eventually got to the point where um, I had sort of withdrawn from life, and my only focus was where I could find more alcohol. Wow. And I came to a moment, an epiphany, that uh, my dad had said two core values, one, treasure relationships, especially family, and second of all, make a a meaningful difference in the world in a positive way. And I wasn't a starving peasant in Darfur, and I didn't have um, cancer or some, uh, uh, you know, grievous disease. And I didn't have the last name Steinberg in Nazi Germany in the 30s. So what excuse did I have? So, you know, I uh, surrendered to the fact that I was an alcoholic and worked uh, a 12 step program, and uh, I'm uh, in my 12th year of continuous sobriety. And so, we, we rebuild a practice, and um, it's got players like Patrick Mahomes and Tua Tongo by Lola and Taylor Heineke, who's starting for the Redskins right now. Yep, and uh, life got a lot happier. I mean, yeah, correct. It's a much better way to be living life working with guys like that. And a couple of guys here in Baltimore, like Anthony Levine, right, who we love, uh, right. uh, the co-cap, one of our favorites. Um, it's an incredible story, and I think it's powerful. What would be your message, uh, Lee, before we – I, I want to talk some, some football, and I want to talk a little contracts with you. What would be your, your message to someone who's struggling right now, maybe in a, a similar situation? What would you want them to know? So if you're out there and you're struggling and – uh, life appears hopeless and depressing uh, because of addiction to some substance. Just no help's available. And uh, by working a 12-step program with a supportive fellowship, uh, you can have a happier life. So uh, don't despair. There's help available. Just reach out your hand. 
I mean, I, and I appreciate everything about that. And there's some wonderful resources in town. I highly recommend the Helping Up Mission. Um, it's a magical place that uh, that does incredible things to try to lift people up that are going through those struggles. He is the great Lee Steinberg. He's with us here on GCR. Uh, Lee, when when uh, when Chris Westry gets help uh, gets healthy, how helpful is he going to be to the Baltimore Ravens? <laughs> Very much so. We like we liked what we saw from him, man. We're really excited about it. Don't kind of confused as to why he was lingering out there. When you get a guy that size, boy, we are excited about the possibility of him getting back out here and being able to do something for the Ravens. Um, Lee, you know, the, the, one of the things that jumped out at me when I saw you were doing interviews, um, you guys just got a very nice contract with Patrick Mahomes, a very handsome and and well deserved. Let's make that very clear. We know quite well here in Baltimore how deserved. The deal was for Patrick Mahomes, he's unbelievable. But there were a lot of questions at that point about whether that was going to be like the contract that set the market moving forward for quarterbacks or that was the outlier because Patrick Mahomes is one of one and there's there's no way that, that there was going to be anybody that was going to get that type of deal moving forward. And it's particularly interesting to us here in Baltimore, Lee, because the quarterback here is really good. Um, he's a he's a former unanimous MVP, and he just had I don't know the greatest passing performance in the history of football on Monday night um, against the Colts. Did, when when you guys got that deal done, did you think then this resets the market, or did you think this is Patrick Mahomes' world and and no one else's? No, I thought it reset the market because what's happened in football is that because of the modern passing game, the franchise quarterback, someone you can win because of rather than with, someone you can build around for 10 to 12 years, and someone who, importantly, in times of crisis, you know, thrown a couple interceptions, the game's getting out of hand, the fans are booing, what does the player do then? Can he compartmentalize, adopt a quiet mind, and tune out everything extraneous and elevate his level of play in critical situations to take a team through victory. Well, Lamar Jackson can do all that. Yep. And um, without that type of quarterback, very difficult for a team in the competitive NFL to succeed. So the value's gone sky high. Uh, and that become a, the most critical position on a football team. So we're now seeing that quarterbacks are uh, getting the same type of compensation packages that major stars are in basketball and in baseball, and that's the first. Uh, so it's, it's not spreading throughout the payroll. Today, because of the cap, virtually half the uh, roster has to be at the minimum to allow them to pay the star players in this way. But that 40 to $50 million uh, range in mark is the new standard. So you saw that Deshaun Watson signed something similar to Dak Prescott signed something similar. Um, you, you got someone who's arguably along with Patrick and Aaron Rodgers, the most, valuable player in the game and that will command that that superstar package with some guarantees and 
long-term compensation in the 40 to $50 million range. You guys got the Mahomes deal done after the third year when, when you had that first opportunity to do it. Are, are you surprised that that didn't happen with the Ravens? Do you think there's any reason that there should be concern? Do you think that's maybe just, hey, you know, it, it wasn't, we didn't need it to be a priority this year. We can wait. We'll still get it done a year from now. Oh, absolutely. And if, if you look through the history of pro football, very rarely do you ever get a contentious quarterback, franchise quarterback negotiation that usually is done quietly behind the scenes and simply announced uh, because it's the one position where a team wants to reassure its fans, its incumbent roster, that that player is there for the long term. And uh, in some cases, it's difficult, like uh, a Kurt Warner or, or Dak Prescott for a while, to know whether or not that player is the franchise quarterback. But really, in Baltimore, there's no doubt that they've um, got an amazing uh, talent that they can build around for the next 10 years. What you did with Mahomes, we're talking with the super agent Lee Steinberg. He's with us here on GCR. What you did with Mahomes the 10-year uh, contract. It, do you think that's something that, like, like? I guess the first question would be why. Why Why 10 years instead of, you know, let's do this for six years, let's see, you know, how far the cap has exploded in six years. Why was 10 years the right thing to do with Mahomes? <clears throat> because it quieted the fears that somehow he might leave and become a free agent. And it, it sent the message to the team and the city, that he was there for long term, that that one piece was intact and that it was not a subject for concern. And therefore, all the focus could be on making sure that the supporting parts of the roster, the other major components necessary to continue to to win, uh, would be there. And uh, no one needs to worry about a star player being uncom- undercompensated in their later years because the reality is a contract can be extended or redone every year. Right. And so um, what generally happens is in, in these superstar contracts is uh, as the salary begins to get too high because all salary counts against the cap and amortized bonus but only divided by the number of years counts against the cap. At some point, they redo the contract sure, um, so that it hits whatever the current standard is and gives them a lighter cap number so both sides win. What, what, do, you, what do you think about, and, and, and Patrick's not, he doesn't run like uh, Lamar does, obviously, but you know he's, he's certainly a, a more mobile quarterback than, than some guys that are statues back there. What 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 is your reaction when you hear somebody say I I don't know if I would give Lamar as much money as the other great quarterbacks cuz cuz he runs too much he might get hurt. Well, he's getting hurt in trying to advance the goals of the team. He's not out, you know, a club mad hang gliding. <laughs> um, so uh, they're asking him to play um because of his amazing elusiveness, they're asking him to extend plays with his feet. And, um, it, uh, and, and over time he probably runs less. Um, so 
it's just an adjustment. I had Steve Young years ago. Sure. And uh, he um, had to run for his life early in his career, but a little later he, he ran less. And so I'm sure that uh, Lamar will adjust his game to whatever works for longevity for him. And um, because he's really a pinpoint passer also, uh, he'll he'll uh, he probably won't see him run as much uh, as he goes years into his career. Uh, but that's his game, and it, it's what makes him such a superb offensive weapon. Right. He, he can throw with pinpoint accuracy, but then the minute that you drop back to cover the receivers, then he'll run the ball. And, and he doesn't run like a quarterback. He runs like a amazingly, uh, 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 a running back and, uh, his angles and his cuts are such that he's really difficult to, to turn down. And it, it, it reminds me of, of Steve Young in that people, Howie Long once told me that if you rush Steve Young, he'll pass you to death. And if you hang, uh, if you rush rush him too hard, he'll run by you the other way. And then if you sit back, he'll he'll pass you to death. So um, you're really up against it when you face the Ravens. It's why we like having him, Lee. <laughs> it's why we want to, why we say, yes, go ahead and give him that uh, that massive contract. Let's get things done at this point. You, you know, you've got a quality organization uh, with the Ravens and from Steve Biscotti down and um, it's they've, they had Ozzie Newsome all those years, great stability, you know, a, a crackerjack coach and John Harbaugh and even in years where they're not quite as talented, they still win, and they're always competitive. And and so, don't uh, harbor any fears that this will ever become a problem because it won't. And uh, you'll wake up one day whenever uh, both sides think the timing is right, and you'll see that uh, uh, he's been extended for a series of years. I like that. I like everything about that. Lee Steinberg, is there anything I can plug for you, sir? Well, we're having another agent academy where we're training the next generation of superstar talents. And uh, for people that go to SteinbergSports.com, it's virtual. And we do a mock negotiation where you either play a general manager or an agent. We do a mock Recruit, where you have to recruit the running back Ronald Jones and his parents uh, with Tampa, That's cool. or Patrick Mahomes, and and then we do a marketing branding exercise, and really people have come. We've done it 25 times, um, and you get specific skill training in how to brand and market, how to do the new NIL concept, you know, for. Uh, Collegiate players, how to uh, set up a charitable foundation, and it's a great experience. So we're doing it in several weeks, and people can sign up, as I said, at SteinbergSports.com. I love that. And, of course, at Lee Steinberg on uh, Twitter. That's how you follow him as well. Lee Steinberg, really appreciate you taking a couple of minutes for us. You've always been great to us over the years. Thank you for doing this. And anytime uh, you got anything going on, we'd love to chat with you. All right? My pleasure. Thank you. Lee Steinberg, super agent, of course. Um, 
the the man that was uh, Jerry Maguire. They just you know they didn't call him that in the film. They 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 said they went with Jerry Maguire instead. But this was the concept that was based on Lee Steinberg once upon a time NFL super agent. Uh, can we take a break? All right, we will grab a break and we'll come back in. We'll. Uh, by the way, it, uh, clearly you guys are. Um, are furious with Greg Gumble. I'm 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 surprised by how mild a thing he said and and how what the reaction is on Twitter. It is overwhelming uh what your guys reaction is related to Greg Gumble suggesting that Ravens that some Ravens fans might be willing to applaud uh, Ben Roethlisberger. So um uh, you've made you've made your opinion about that subject quite clear. Quite clear today on Twitter. Today's show is also brought to you by, uh, how about this one's brought to you by Project Game Day, which returns this Sunday. I'll be with you at halftime. Myself and a special guest, TBA, postgame. Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports for both shows. PressBoxOnline.com slash radio as well for the postgame show. It's all brought to you by Glory Days Grill, Window Nation, and Underdog Fantasy Football. Project Game Day, every game day this season. What's up, everybody? This is Taz Bowser. I can't wait to see you guys for the Taz Bowser Show this fall. We're going to be taking the show on the road all over the area. You can meet me and my very special guests. If you can't make it out, you can watch the show on live on Pressbox Facebook page or listen the next day. Find out more about where we'll be by checking out PressBoxOnline.com slash Bowser. We'll see you all season long for the Taz Bowser Show. The next Tyus Bowser Show is Tuesday, October 19th at Twain's Tavern in Pasadena. It's brought to you by PressBox. Great Eights memorabilia and true strong services. Hi, it's Glenn Clark here for Window Nation. You know, a lot of things change with the season this time of year. The leaves change, temperatures change, your clothing changes, but the one thing that stays rock solid is the quality windows, installation, and customer service from Window Nation. Plus, their amazing offer buy two windows, get two free, plus pay nothing for two full years. They never cut corners when it comes to quality and transparency from start to finish. Call 866 90 Nation today or online at windownation.com. It's the perfect time for Window Nation, the perfect fit. I love you more than rock and roll. I love you more than a swimming hole. I love you more than pinball, but not as much as football. Celebrate your love of football with Raven scratch-offs from the Maryland Lottery. Win up to $100,000 instantly or second-chance cash and Ravens prizes. I love you more than gumballs, but not as much as football. Play Raven scratch-offs at any Maryland Lottery retailer. Please play responsibly. Every seat is the best seat at m and Bank Stadium. Don't miss a moment of Ravens football this season. Single game tickets are now available at BaltimoreRavens.com slash tickets. I love driving my tractor trailer. And just like you, I just want to make it to my destination safely. If you drive too closely to my truck, I can't see you, and you can't see what's in front of me. If I have to brake suddenly, our lives can be changed forever. If a truck stops quickly, can you? Don't tailgate trucks. Brought to you by the Maryland Department of Transportation State Highway Administration. The latest issue of Press Box is available now. On the cover, Bo Smolka profiles Ravens cornerback Marlon Humphrey, who may well be the Ravens' next true defensive superstar in the lineage of Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, and Terrell Suggs. Also inside, we introduce you to Maryland Navy, Towson, and Morgan State football players and everything you need to know for football betting as it launches in Maryland. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores, and you can always find the entire edition as 
as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. You are out. You are listening to Glenn Clark Radio at GlennClarkRadio.com. All right, back in here on GCR. You guys are really mad at Greg Gumbel. Man, guys had an iconic career called the Ravens' first Super Bowl and can't get a break from you guys because he said that he thought that maybe Ravens – he didn't even say – it wasn't even he said, I'll be mad at you if you don't applaud Ben Roethlisberger in his last trip. All he said was, I'd be surprised if some Ravens fans don't give Ben Roethlisberger – uh, a, a nice ovation uh, on his final trip to Baltimore. And I'm not suggesting that I think that he's right. I just am surprised by the vitriol that you're directing to Greg Gumbel because of it. My God, settle down a little bit. Seems to be more vitriol directed towards Big Ben, for what it's worth. Well, it's a li- no, you're not looking. It's a lot of both. There's a lot of go, – go check that again. There's a lot of both. All right, uh, today's show also brought to you by Mobile One. Mobile One full synthetic motor oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local local Jiffy Loop service center. Ask for Mobile One. God, I talk for a living. Joining us now, former NFL tight end. You hear him on SiriusXM, and you're going to be hearing him on ESPN Radio this coming Sunday as he's going to be on the call for Ravens Chargers. It's a pleasure to welcome back to the program Mr. Ben Hartsock, who's with us now here on GCR. Ben, it's Glenn and Kyle in Baltimore. It's great to chat with you, man. How you doing? Thank you for taking the time for us. Doing well, doing well. A little disappointed. I, I was trying to get my reservation to my favorite lobster roll place in Fells Point. Mm. They don't have reservations. Mm. I tried to throw the ESPN card. Really? They said they're, they're short-staffed. It's, it wasn't even – Okay. It was like yeah. a staffing issue. Yeah, there's it's definitely just, there's definitely some of that. I've had some of those moments recently. But wh- why a lobster yeah, roll I'm curious when you come to, know, to do Baltimore? You have a, do you have a yeah. list of lobster roll places in Baltimore? Well, yeah. So <laughs> I've been <laughs> – I've been to Johns Hopkins several times since my playing career ended. Okay. And had my, uh, they, they've been scanning my cat. I've had these cat scans, you know. <laughs> shout out to Varsity Blues. Uh, the, you know, the, the brain study for current and former players, John Hopkins is on the leading edge of that. So every few years, I come up and uh, spend some time there and try to be part of studying uh, and keeping our game safe. And where they put us over there on Fells Point, there's a lobster roll. Play or a, a restaurant, Tame Street yep. Oyster House, that mm-hmm. I call the greatest lobster roll I've ever had. In wow! My life. I don't. I wanted to take my my broadcast team there, and there's seven of us, and they said we can't even take a table over four. Hmm. Well, would so, you be willing to listen to some other recommendations for? for... I, totally open. All right. Totally I open. guess the have you been to Jimmy's? Have you made the trip? Have you made the no. pilgrimage? All right. Let let me after we finish this, I'm going to try to connect you with John from Jimmy's. It's it's. That would be my highest recommendation. Somewhere you should check out if you haven't been. All right, so we'll oh, we'll like we'll coordinate that. Um, but that's wild. I've never had the lobster roll at Tame Street Oyster. I'm I, now I've got to go make a trip. Now I got to go do that. Um, it's just not a priority for me to get lobster rolls here in town. There's so many options. Wow, that is wild. <laughs> I've learned something today, Ben Hartsock. And well, I, I know like that. I know that you know it's crab cakes, but I I, I guess I'm. Am I out of bounds by saying seafood in general in Baltimore? Like you're not out of bounds. It's just the lobster's certainly not locally sourced. Let's put it correct. That way. Like you know, we when we we travel to New England if we want lobster. Like that's, that's I get a lot of I'm I'm a I'm a lobster over crab guy. I love them both, but people look at me sideways psychopath. when I say that in this town. Psychopath. Oh, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? <laughs> Um, uh, underrated. We we like we crab. Of course, is number one. But like, say mussels. Mussels are a big play in uh, Baltimore. Oysters, as oysters, well. of course, are a huge play in town. 
Um, yeah. Lobster's a little bit further down the list because it's just not a locally. And by the way, the dirty little secret, by the way, Ben, the crabs aren't locally sourced normally either. Right, they're all, I, mean, I, watch, I watch Deadliest Catch. They're all up there. Well, the that's, yeah, not, that's a different type of crab. It's more We get more of ours from Louisiana. We're, we're getting more down that way. That's Carolina typically too, I think, Some right? from Carolina. That's typically where the blue crab is coming from, is from down that way. Uh, we could just do this if you want. I'm good with this. We could just. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm excited where this is going. I love this, man. I love this. Hey, um, Ben, I, I mean, I gotta imagine you're genuinely excited about this. I, I know it's it's not the the national primetime game on Sunday, but this is Lamar Jackson playing the way he is versus Justin Herbert playing the way he is. Like, I gotta imagine as a broadcaster, this is about as geeked up as you can be for an assignment. It's... A, a tremendous matchup. I, I'm fascinated to watch how this game plays out. I mean, it's a coin flip uh, from the odds perspective, and uh, you've got two MVP-caliber quarterbacks, young, like the, fa- the, 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 the emerging faces of the NFL facing off uh, for two deep into the playoff contenders. So, yeah, I'm absolutely thrilled to watch this game play out. I mean, I, I have no idea what to expect from this because the Ravens' defense yeah, – for as good as Lamar Jackson has been, and he has been, you know, I, I compared it earlier to watching Jimi Hendrix at Woodstock. Like, I mean, it's just he's been brilliant. Um, the Ravens' defense, which is a weird sentence to say, has been terrible. <laughs> um, like, they were gashed on Monday night by the Indianapolis Colts. On the flip side, obviously the Chargers' um, offense has been incredible. Their defense, which I think we expected to be a little bit better, has not been great. Like, who has an advantage in, in any matchup capacity going into this game on Sunday? You're, you're, you're spot on that both of these teams got wins, but honestly, they were ugly. Yeah. Like just, just kind of. Na- I mean, the the end of game theatrics are spectacular, and and Lamar's Monday night finish was was incredible. Uh, but you you look at the Chargers, and the Chargers have scored. They are scoring the most fourth quarter points in all of the NFL. And so you you never. It's fine to score points in the fourth, but you don't want it to be in come from behind uh, situations. So yeah, it's it's really going to be a fascinating matchup. Honestly, though, I I look at. The way that these things line up, uh, the, the, the Chargers have the league's worst rush defense, and that was completely on display versus the Browns. Uh, there's a real opportunity for the Ravens to use some double teams. It was specifically against the nose guards, Linval Joseph, and, and those the, the, the interior guys, Jerry Tillery, uh, on the, the interior of the, the Chargers' defensive front are vulnerable to double teams. And I know that J.K. Dobbins and, and Edwards are out. I, I'm a, I'm awfully uncomfortable using Lamar. I don't like any time that like 90% of my offensive production goes through one individual. So whether it's you know whether it's uh, Tyson Williams or, or Latavius Murray, whoever the running backs are, have an opportunity to establish that run game because they looked uh, the the interior of the. The Chargers defense looked really, really vulnerable. He is Ben Hartsock. He's with us before he calls Ravens Chargers on Sunday for ESPN Radio. Ben, it's, we, we were just talking about that a second ago. We, we like the sounds of that. We're just worried that the Ravens just might not be able to run the ball. Um, yeah. You know, the, the, you look at this group of running backs, it's pretty clear they don't seem to think that any of them is is the guy, right? And they've been banged up on the offensive line, and, and we still don't know what that's going to look like this week. I, I don't know what the answer is. I don't think the answer is you just give up and stop trying. I think it's even though we know they can win throwing the ball 43 times the way that they did this past Monday night because they just did it, of course. 
Um, I just don't know that, that that's what you're best suited to do in order to try to go win a Super Bowl. I think you have to keep trying to establish the run. And looking at them, do you think it might be time for them to look for outside help and maybe trade for a running back in order to get this thing going? Yeah, potentially, but but a trade. Uh, anytime you have a new running back step into the mix, there's a there's a, an underappreciated chemistry between offensive line and running backs. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I always remind of my own experience of the, the Jets teams that I played for in nine and ten, two times AFC cha- in the championship game. AFC championship game, we had incredible run games. We could run the same inside zone, outside zone, toss sweep, but if it was Ladanian Tomlinson running it, we had to block it significantly different than if Sean Green, our our big back, was different. So sure. I, I look at this Ravens offense and say they, they've got great chemistry and understanding because the reps are there with uh, with Lamar, but with the guys that are the, the re- remaining running backs, that chemistry's not there. You know, with with Lev Bell and Devontae Freeman, and and any time it's an it's an a, a problematic situation to be in when you have a bunch of guys. And, and you don't have one guy, it's kind of like saying when you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks. Like, you need to have one guy that say, okay, this is our dude, and then we've got to change a pace guy. This is, you know, so that way that you can develop that, that understanding as an offensive uh, line unit of how to block, uh, you know, specific plays for, for specific players. You, uh, of course, know a thing or two about the tight end position. When you look at Mark Andrews, where, where I mean, I, I'm not sure that we'd say he's Travis Kelsey or he's George Kittle, but where do you have him among the top NFL tight ends right now? Yeah, I mean, he's top five. I mean, he's, he's absolutely deserving of the contract that he got before the season. And every great quarterback has a guy. And, and it was, uh, with, with Romo, it was Jason Witten with uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Freeman, and before that, Jordy Nelson. Uh, Matt Ryan had a bunch of success with Tony Gonzalez, right? Cam Newton and, and Greg Olson. So there's a relationship there that is growing. It's established, but it continues to grow. And Andrews, to me, is such a great example of the modern tight end. When Back when I was playing, it was much more of a – there were more guys like me, the true road graders, and then you complemented them with a Dustin Keller, with a – uh, oh gosh, a, a Dallas Clark, a 230, 240 pound guy that really didn't put his hand in the dirt much. Mark Andrews represents kind of that true versatile Mark Bavaro, Mark Chimera, you know, uh, type of guy that what it does from that tight end position is if you can hold up in the run game, it allows the de- it doesn't allow the defense to adjust personnel wise. You're not going to change out. Uh, when a specific guy, when when I came in the game, they obviously went base. But if if Dustin Keller comes in the game, two hundred thirty pound guy, you know, you switch to more of a nickel patch to treat him like like a wide receiver. Mark Andrews and George Kittle and Gronkowski and these types. As a defense, you can't adjust your personnel because there's that versatility, and that's one of the magic parts of the the Ravens offense over the past two or three years. They, you know, had three tight ends on the field. Now they're using Ricard at the fullback position, where you can split those guys out and run empty, and you're you're matched up against the base defense with a bunch of linebackers, and you've got advantages for for Andrews and, and the other tight ends. Uh, and then you can compress down if they ever try to go nickel against the nickel or dime, and you can uh, road grade and bash them in the face and run the ball down their throat. 
It's interesting. I mean, easily, I think Ravens fans quickly think about Mark Andrews as a pass catcher. I mean, after his performance on Monday night, I feel like everybody does as well. But it sounds like you are really espousing his growth as a blocker. I mean, entering the NFL, he wasn't really thought of very highly in that capacity. Uh, what have you seen that has impressed you so much in that regard? Well, it's, it's not so much that it's domination. Kittle, George Kittle is the, is the gold standard. Uh, those guys that come out of Iowa, Kittle, I mean, is spectacular. I, I always give the Greg Olson example. Uh, he was a teammate of mine in Carolina. I bounced around a bunch of teams in the NFL. <laughs> so, How do we never uh, have you, by the way, Ben Hardsock? The way that the Ravens bo- uh, gobbled up tight ends over the years, how did you never make an appearance in, in Baltimore yeah, during your career? I don't know. I never even was like on their radar. What the hell? I, mean, I was I was pretty average, guys. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> good enough to stick around, never good enough to stick around at one spot. That was kind of my deal. Uh, but w- w- a guy like Greg Olson, Greg Olson was in no way, shape, or form a dominant blocker, but he had want to. That, to me, from the tight end perspective, is the essence of uh, the job, is, is do you want to stick your nose in there? Can you at least get in the way? Can you at least... Uh, we're going to give you tackle help. We'll double team you, put a wing behind you, and, and give you some help there. Do you have that want to? And so I don't look at Andrew saying, listen, he's, he's not Kyle Brady. He's not Jonathan Ogden. Uh, but he's a guy that, that they can use in formations where he's lined up at that traditional Y and they are able to run the ball with enough effectiveness that it, it puts that defensive coordinator, that substitution coach, in a bind of how do we want to uh, defend this from a personnel perspective. Before I let you go, of course, Ben also does college football stuff with the SiriusXM and the Big Ten Network, obviously with his uh, time at Ohio State. What's happened to Maryland these last couple of weeks, uh, playing Iowa and Ohio State and just getting their ass beat, has been very disheartening because we are all kind of – trying to buy in and, and believe a little bit. And it's not just they lost, it's that they lost non-competitively. Um, is the story more that these are the two teams that you were playing and, that you know, to, to, don't overreact to what happened against two really good teams? Or are you uh, at all worried that things are about to maybe come unraveled uh, for Mike Loxley's team at this point? Well, it's, it's a tipping point. Uh, the, the loss to Iowa was a, was a bummer. You know, your Friday night, everybody was tuned into that game. Uh, I'm eating plenty of crow because I thought that uh, I called Maryland to win that game. I called that as an upset. I really like uh, Talia Tonga-Vailoa. He's got that flick of the wrist that his brother has uh, with throwing the deep ball. I really like his presence. But, but he went into that game with 10 touchdowns and only one interception came out of that game versus Iowa leading the NCAA in interceptions. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, that fell on its face. But I, we talked to former Maryland head coach Ralph Friedgen a couple weeks or, or that week of the game, and, and he gave such good insight, especially about a team like Maryland right now that is trying to get over uh, a mental hurdle, a, a hump, a, you know, a, a glass ceiling. And Friedgen said when, when he first got there to a Maryland program that was struggling mightily, one of the coach, or one of the players asked him, what are you going to do any different than any other coach about helping us win games? How, how are you any different? And I thought Friedgen's response was so insightful. He says, before you learn how to win games, you have to learn how to not lose them. And to me, that's what Maryland did against Iowa is they lost it. They, they didn't take care of business was, you know, you've got four or five interceptions in the first half and that's just game over. Now, listen, it's against an Iowa team. That's a legitimate college football playoff contender. They're, they're 
playing spectacular football right now. Uh, but the way that that game played out early, it was insurmountable for that Maryland program to overcome. And then the following week, you're going into an Ohio State team that uh, is is surging and is and is you know when you look at the odds to make the playoff, they're still the odds on best uh, for for the Big Ten. So they've had their struggles, but they're still still Ohio State. So I I'm not disappointed. I'm not discouraged uh, with Maryland. I think Mike Loxley is absolutely a home run hire for that Terrapin program. Uh, it's just going to take them getting through that glass ceiling of learning how to not lose them before you have to then learn the hurdle of, of, of how to win a game. He is Ben Hartsock again on Sunday, ESPN Radio at 1 o'clock for Ravens Chargers, on Twitter at Ben Hartsock. Uh, ben, please tell Patrick Shuck I love him, uh, one of my favorite human beings on the face of the planet and, and, and somebody who's been in this business for a very long time, and all he's done is just be a great dude and very helpful to everybody. And so um, when you get the chance to work with him next, uh, give him give him a kiss on the face from me. All right. It's... Absolutely, he had an amazing. You guys have a real bromance going on. He yes, said the same I, 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 I truly love that dude. I truly love him a great deal. <laughs> he's the best. He, he really is. is. He, I mean, he's just he's a he's a pro's pro man. He is. It's, it's all you can ask for. Ben Hartsock, greatly appreciate you taking the time. I'll be in touch to try to get you hooked up for dinner here on Saturday night. All right. It's... Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Thanks. Ben Hartsock, former NFL tight end and uh, ESPN Radio for the game on Sunday, Sirius XM. I uh, truly appreciate him taking the time for us this morning. All right, it's been uh, quite the day. A lot going on, a uh, lot happening, and you guys are still mad at Greg Gumble, which just just feel like it's maybe a little over the top. That's all. I just feel like it's a little over the top. Today's show also brought to you by Window Nation. The fall's calling sale is on. Get two free windows for every two you buy. Buy four, get four free. There's no limit. Plus, pay. Nothing, not a single thing for two full years. 866-90Nation or windownation.com. We'll come back in, tidbit, tubular to wrap it up. It's Glenn Clark Radio. Every seat is the best seat at M&T Bank Stadium. Don't miss a moment of Ravens football this season. Single game tickets are now available at baltimoreravens.com slash tickets. Glory Days Grill's popular Oktoberfest menu is back, and it features their delicious chicken schnitzel, two chicken cutlets, hand-breaded in herb panko, and pan-fried until golden brown, served with mustard cream sauce, mashed potatoes, and roasted vegetables. Their menu also includes your favorites, like the Oktoberfest Brewer's Platter, Brewer's Sausage Sandwich, Prussian Pretzel Roll, Slam Dunk Pretzels, and Apple Cobbler. All of these meals pair well with their many Oktoberfest beers and Angry Orchard on drag. Dine on their patios or in their dining room, or order online at glorydaysgrill.com and pick up your favorites to take home. Glory Days Grill has been proud to serve the community for the last 25 years. Thank you, fans. C3 American Exteriors is the area's best and most trusted roof and siding specialists. C3 is also an insurance adjuster's worst nightmare and a homeowner's dream come true. With all of the bad weather, chances are you have some roof and siding damage. Call C3 American Exteriors now to get your roof and siding repairs for the cost of your deductible. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. C3 guarantees a 48-hour rapid response. Call 401-9797 or go to C3America.com for a free analysis. That first sip. 
That first bite. Mmm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. Hey, it's KZ. The Pressbox Fantasy Football Show is back, as always, on Thursdays. You can catch it at 1130. We're brought to you this year, CCBC and Glory Days Grill. You can catch the show two ways, Facebook.com slash Sports or PressBoxOnline.com slash radio. The slash radio is if you want to listen. On Facebook is if you actually want to see my ugly face. We're going to have a lot of fun this year. DFS, daily lineups, keepers, all kinds of fun stuff. Please tune in, Pressbox Fantasy Football Show every Thursday, 11.30 a.m. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a wide range of models and trim lines. You can choose the perfect Toyota to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. What's up, everybody? This is Taz Bowser. I can't wait to see you guys for the Taz Bowser Show this fall. We're going to be taking the show on the road all over the area. You can meet me and my very special guests. If you can't make it out, you can watch the show on live on Pressbox Facebook page or listen the next day. Find out more about where we'll be by checking out PressBoxOnline.com slash Bowser. We'll see you all season long for the Tyus Bowser Show. The next Tyus Bowser Show is Tuesday, October 19th at Twain's Tavern in Pasadena. It's brought to you by PressBox, Great Eights Memorabilia, and True Strong Services. Nothing but net. All right, back in here on GCR as we are winding down for a Thursday edition of the program. It's been brought to you by Underdog Fantasy Football. You should be playing underdog. Don't know what you're doing. We do think that we're finally getting, we're like, we're, we think that betting is coming in Maryland within the next couple of weeks. We think we're on the cusp. But even still, you're not going to be able to do it on your phone for a while. Unfortunately, it'll only be brick and mortar when it starts in the state of Maryland. You know what you can play right on your phone? Anybody want to raise your hand give the answer? Anybody? Anybody at all? I got, I got everybody. You, what? Snake. You can play Snake on your phone. Well, I, I mean, depending on what kind of phone you have, I think you can Everyone probably play Snake on it. You can download it, I'm sure. I, is it, does it still exist, though? You like, are you, are you certain Six different of iterations of it. That yeah, might be true. Uh, Paul, you got a guess what you can play on your phone? I'm going to go with Underdog. Ah, look at this. This is the company. That man over there is out as the company man. <laughs> this is the new company man over here. Yeah, you'll be able to play underdog fantasy football on your phone even when you can't bet on your phone in the state of Maryland. And it's not like every other fantasy football like, contest where all you're doing is you know drafting or picking your players for the week, setting your lineup. They have player props. They have parlays that you can play. It feels way more like betting when you play underdog fantasy football. Not just football. They've got uh, basketball stuff. They've got hockey stuff. They've got baseball stuff. It's all available. Go find out right now more at underdogfantasy.com or download the Underdog app. And when you do, and you sign up and deposit $10, use the code PRESSBOX, and we're going to hook you up with $10 free to play with moving forward. That's Underdog Fantasy Football. Go sign up today. The next time you all see Paul, well, that's not true because you're going to see him on Saturday for the bat around. But then the next time you see him with us, Paul's going to be sitting in the, the big boy chair. Uh, you, you good? You, you feel comfortable? You ready to go? 
I'm ready to go. I think it's weird that you suggested that we tear down everything that had Kyle's name on it by the end of the day today. I thought that was a weird bit. He's still which here is, tomorrow. Which is nothing, it's, by the way. No, we got plenty of things. You don't know. We actually. Uh, I, it's really weird that you never found out. This back room here, we named the Kyle Ottenheimer back room years ago. Uh, that, that we're getting rid of that, too. Yeah, we got we're, we named we're, that. We're tearing it all down. It was weird that you didn't come to the dedication ceremony. Uh, yeah, particularly yeah. because like Sam Richardson was here for it. Of course, and I of course. thought you would have enjoyed that. I'm, it was very strange. He'd be a great guy in uh, Ted Lasso. I, they have to be bringing him back. Oh, they will. Like, at the in way, some capacity. Like, the way that things went. Excited for his new show. What's the new show? He's doing a murder mystery comedy with uh, oh, Sam I, Richardson, I did see, Ben Schwartz. Yeah, I did see that. Tiffany Haddish, I, did, I don't really care much I for her, but she's in it. She doesn't, seem to, she doesn't seem to be yelling in it, so that's fine. I'm fine with, with it. Look, I, I, Tiffany Haddish, when she, she does... She plays over the top, like... They, a lot of times like she's in, cast it, in a certain type of role, trip. but she at it least quite, appears to be like quite good. not that sort of role. So I will. I'm not going to say. I'm, I'll reserve judgment. I don't. I don't dislike Tiffany Haddish. Okay. Like she burned out as the it girl very quickly. Like that lasted for all of about I don't know six months, and then everybody was like, "Yeah, we're on to the next thing now." Um, and and there is there is great danger. Have you attempted to watch the Leslie Jones supermarket sweep at all? Nope. I love Supermarket Sweep. It was one of the great game shows of all time. More of a guy's Truly. grocery game kind of guy. I understand that. Um, it was a great game show. And Leslie Jones, I think, is very funny. But this is this is very forced. It's very just laugh a lot and make noises whether something is funny or not. And it's very uncomfortable because that's not what Supermarket Sweep should be. That's not what that show should be all about. The game's too good for you have to force it all that and That's much. just where they sweep the floor, right? Exactly right. Yeah. That's and it's who's ever best, right? Yeah. Correct. I, I got to be honest with you. Yeah. You learn a lot about technique. Yeah. You learn a lot about things you can translate to your own sweeping at home. Mm-hmm. So that's why I've been watching it for years. If you missed Stan the Fan last night, uh, they were once again getting ready for the Maryland Five Star, which I believe gets underway today at Fair Hill. Um, I highly encourage you to get out there and check it out. It's a major event. I know not all of us are into equestrian, but it's a major, major event for the area. One of the top riders, Buck Davidson, was on with Stan last night. You can check it out right now. Uh, He and Ross had Ken Singleton on earlier in the week. And uh, coming up on Monday night, they're going to have the great Dan Duquette on the program. Uh, He and Ross Grimsley will be joined by Dan Duquette Monday night. All of Stan's shows brought to you by C3 American Exteriors. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. Call C3 to get roof and siding repairs for just the cost of your home insurance deductible. 410-401-9797 or C3America.com for your free analysis. Let us get a tidbit, shall we? Tidbit brought to you by the Baltimore Ravens. Every seat is the best seat at M&T Bank Stadium. Don't miss a moment of Ravens football this season. Single game tickets now available at BaltimoreRavens.com slash tickets. All right. So... The trend, you've probably seen it with your own eyes, but it is confirmed in statistics. Over oh. the past three weeks, the Baltimore Ravens have the ninth most dropbacks for pass in all of the NFL, throwing the ball at just 2% below the NFL average in 2021. Uh, they are also three-point favorites on Sunday, as we mentioned earlier. Since 2016, Baltimore is 13-1. and in games coming on a short week, which of course is fewer than six days of rest, though that still leaves some wiggle room for a Chargers cover. Of course, the Detroit game, we all remember those drops from Hollywood Brown, Lamar. Mm. Mm. As a result, well, those were some pretty big drops. Ranks fifth in expected points added impact from dropped passes in the first five weeks of a season. Only eight drops, so I'd imagine a large percentage 
of that EPA came from the yeah. two Hollywood Brown drops against Detroit. One of the quarterbacks ahead of him, by the way, he went sixth, not fifth. One of the quarterbacks ahead of him, Justin Herbert, who ranks fifth with 12 drops. Who's got, who's got the this drops season. problem in LA? Yeah, that's probably shared. Hmm. I think Allen's had a few. They had that one long drop, and then Steve. Oh, uh, yeah, that's I was right. Upset about that. Yeah. Uh, Lamar, to his credit, this season has more passing yards than Pat Mahomes, a higher completion percentage than Aaron Rodgers, a higher yards per attempt than Tom Brady. That's not too shabby. Unfortunately, he can't play running back and quarterback, even though he does his best. Main. Uh, Latavius ki- Murray does. has been the lead runner for Baltimore this season, and it is a pretty ugly output when you look at a graph for forced missed tackles and explosive run rate, while Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Javante Williams forces the most missed tackles of any runner in football, all rank in the top of this category. Austin Eckler is lingering around there as well. Latavius Murray is literally sitting in the bottom left corner, all alone, as far as the least forced missed tackles and the lowest explosive run rate of any runner with at least 30 rushes in football. But other than that... Of his 50 carries, only one has gone for double digits. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like, so It's not great. Yeah, I don't know what else to say. 50 carries, 3.4 yards per carry. Jesus. There are three running backs with 50 or more rushes this season, averaging fewer yards per carry than Latavius Murray. Kind of surprised that that's a thing. Who are they? Uh, are any of them in Houston? Perhaps. Uh, David Johnson? No. Mark Ingram? 3.1, the lowest of any runner with this many carries. Yuck. They should probably trade for Mark Ingram, though. That's pro- Somebody got in on the Project Game Day with that, and like, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think that's going to be the one. Uh... uh How about Hauser's Bouts? Um, Michael Carter is that his name in the for the Jets? It's a good guess. He is just ahead of Latavius Murray, and he only has forty-seven carries, so oh. misses out on both. I'm trying to think. Well, of... I think he looked pretty good at times. Who? Michael Carter. I mean, the Jets are just god. I haven't, I haven't so. watched a lot of Jets football. He's really able to have a strong... Miles Gaskin. Gaskin does not have enough carries, and he still has another higher yard per, per carry than does Latavius. How about Davis in Atlanta? Mike Davis in Atlanta, 3.3 yards per carry on 62 rushes. It's been the answer on back-to-back days now. Just, I should just start saying, well, you're, you're quitting, so it's going to be the end of that. Uh... There's only one more, right? There's only one more. How about... How about... Is it something really surprising like Saquon Barkley? It is not Saquon Barkley, though I guess you could say it's surprising given that he's had a productive fantasy football season so far. Given that he's had a productive fantasy football season. Not Zach Moss. Given that he's had a productive fantasy football season. James Robinson. Not James Robinson. 
Not He's averaging 5.8 yards per carry. Okay. Yeah. Very much not James Robinson. <laughs> Uh, DeAndre Swift. He is under four, but it is not DeAndre Swift. I also don't think he has enough rushes, which is annoying. As really? Swift owner. I guess they've been behind a lot. They rush Jamal Williams a lot, too. They do, too. Productive fantasy football season. Antonio Gibson? No, not Antonio Gibson. The chubby hubby? No, he's like over five yards per carry. Is he really? He's very good at football. Good for him. <laughs> the chubby hubby is over five yards oh, per Oh, Chubba carry? Hubbard. I was thinking okay. Chubb. I thought that was your no, Nick No, not Chubb Nick nickname. Chubb. No. no, Chubba doesn't have enough carries anyway, but it's 3.9. So. Okay. Um, Austin Eckler? No, no, no. He's been really good. Uh, James Conner? That's the one. Okay. Despite tied for second in touchdowns, only 3.2 yards per carry on 63 touches. Granted, he does the goal line work, so it's not as if he can gain a lot on his touchdowns. But still, he is just behind Ingram for the lowest of all runners with all that right. many touches. All right. Very good. Tidbit was also brought to you by Glory Days Grill. The Oktoberfest menu is available, and it is wonderful. Try all of the great food, like the chicken schnitzel, the uh, brewer's sausage platter, or the brewer's sausage sandwich, the apple cobbler, the Prussian pretzel rolls, the slam dunk pretzel. Get over to your neighborhood Glory Days Grill. Find out more at glorydaysgrill.com. Tubular brought to you by the new print issue. It's not new anymore. By this print issue of Press Box. It's the last week for you to get it. Marlon Humphrey is on the cover. Stop by your neighborhood Royal Farms right now. Pick it up before it is gone. Here's what's coming up tonight. Totally tubular, busy night. Uh, as Kyle mentioned, Navy Memphis, 7.30 on ESPN. ESPNU for Georgia Southern and South Alabama at 7.30. Fox, NFL Network, and Amazon for Buccaneers. Eagles at 8.20. Game 5 between the Dodgers and the Giants. Who's going on to face the Braves in the NLCS? Julio Urias and Logan Webb, the pitching matchup tonight at uh, 9 o'clock on TBS. NHL Network, Kraken and Predators at 8 o'clock. Golf Channel, round one of the PGA's CJ Cup. Never missed that. That's at 5 o'clock. Uh, NBA TV, preseason hoops, T-Wolves, Nets at 7.30, Lakers, Kings at 10. WWE Network for NXT UK at 3. Access TV for Impact Wrestling at 8. Some non-sports highlights? Non-sports highlights. Shadows, of course, 10 o'clock on FX. Tacoma FD, uh, 10 o'clock on True TV. Law and Order, if you're still watching that on NBC, different varieties from 8 through 9. Mm, 8 through 10, I should say. Stuff and Things. You know, young Sheldon for KZ. Ah, big fan. CBS. He is a big fan. It's very weird. Check it all out at glennclarkradio.com. Tubular also brought to you by Great Eights Memorabilia. Coming up this Saturday, Baltimore Celeb Fest 2. Your chance to meet the great Kurt Angle and all of the wrestling stars that will be there. Go to greateightsmemorabilia.com right now in order to get your meet and greet tickets for Baltimore Celeb Fest 2. And don't forget the Tyus Bowser Show next Tuesday night, Twain's Tavern in Pasadena. Come join us. Find out more. Pressboxonline.com slash Bowser. Brought to you by Great Eights press box and true strong services thanks today to ben hartsock thanks also to greg gumble although the rest of you probably don't want to thank him and thanks to lee steinberg uh, and kz we'll get all of it up in the greatest hits section of the Archives. tab at glennclarkradio.com tomorrow the final day the final day of course jeremy Connell will perform his uh, magic mike striptease i don't think he's actually coming in i'm very disappointed by that 
Um, all the normal stuff on a Friday, Bo Smolka, Senator Justin Reedy. Um, I'm assuming stuff and things at this point. Indeed, yeah. Stuff and things. And uh, we will uh, celebrate Kyle Ottenheimer on his final day here with us on uh, Glenn Clark Radio before he departs uh, the world, unfortunately, uh, uh, forever. This is the way that it goes. Paul, uh, your social media is, uh, once again, you're on Twitter. At Paul Valley III. Make sure you're following him. He's going to be the guy moving forward. Of course, uh, thanks to Kyle, at K. Ottenheimer, Sad Lonely Man. Follow him on Twitter. Follow us at Glenn Clark Radio. Thanks to all of our great sponsors and partners, everybody at PressBox, as well as CCBC, Glory Days Grill, Window Nation, Royal Farms, Chesapeake Employers Insurance, Exxon Mobil, KNS Automotive, the Maryland Lottery, C3 American Exteriors, Great Eights Memorabilia, Sports and Social MD, the Baltimore Ravens, Maryland Department of Transportation, Underdog Fantasy Football, the Maryland Five Star, your local Toyota dealer, buyatoyota.com. Have a great Thursday night. Uh, go Navy. Uh, do we care about anything else? I don't think so. I mean, I prefer the Giants, so go Giants. Duke sucks, so Ohio State sucks too. <laughs>